This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off using the code SWN20 for that 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Christmas is over. Uh, no, that's not a good way to start. Uh, welcome to the SWN podcast. I'm your host, as always, Billy. We're here. This is the last episode of 2023 being recorded, but it's not the last episode I'm recording this year. But it's our Christmas party. We have got uh, two guests on on that have been on, well, only one's been on the show before, Kyle, as part of our, I think it was some sort of celebration episode of the podcast. Uh, but for the first time on the SWN podcast, it's Kaylee as well. K&K, reunited on podcast. Finally, oh. also my cat's about to get in front of the screen, so I need to move him. I'll get him in. Yeah, then. Nice. No, he, he scared me. That's it. Um, so this is this episode is uh, for our a bit of a Christmas party, a bit of a, a talk about Scottish wrestling this year, and we'll also somehow go through the award categories for the SWN Year End Awards, which uh, will be going out on the 1st of January. The voting form will go out. If you're on Patreon, you should already have access to it, uh, but you'll already listen to this episode about three weeks before everything else goes out anyway. Uh, so there's lots of awards. My internet has got unstable. That's a perfect thing to do. Are we back? Hopefully we're back on. Internet. <laughs> Fuck you. Yep. This, is, this is going well. Um, so yeah, uh, how are you guys doing? All right. Yeah, getting by, I suppose. Um, it's been fun in games. Don't know how Christmas was, because it's coming right after. But um, I'm going to say it was great. I hope so. I hope so. You got all the presents you I always wanted. Oh yeah, all I want is food, really. So I'm after all food. all the Goldberg merch available. I'm just going to leave. I was not going to stay. I'm just going to go. I'm going to get bullied. I mean, the the, the night is young. Yeah, you, you probably will be. Um, Anyway, so so yeah, so it's been it's been an interesting year, Scottish wrestling. Of course, we did I did our year awards last year that got uh, accused of of bias and uh, some issues somehow, you know. So so much so that we sold one T-shirt uh, that said uh, "Rig Poles uh, arrive, Rig Poles leave." So thank you, Klaku, for being the only person to buy it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. It, you guys have probably went to more shows than I have. You certainly have went to more shows than I have this year because, you know, I've only went to one on a train. The rest of them have been within driving distance uh, of. So just overall, just how's your how's your wrestling year been? Well, we spent too much money on wrestling. Oh, yeah. I know. I even forgot about, like, the non-local Scottish wrestling stuff, yeah. Yeah. We went to a lot of local shows, but we also ended up going to London. Twice. For, twice. For AW. Um... Rev Pro and Money in the Bank, which was all class. Um, but we went a lot of local stuff. You, you know the gif or, or the clip of um, Joe Exotic where he's like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. That's essentially how we're feeling right now yeah. uh, from, from last year's shenanigans. But yeah, no, it was good. Um, but on, a, on the, the Scottish scene, like, yeah, we've, we've ticked off a lot of promotions this year, to be fair. Like CPW, um, Iron Garters. Um, obviously, Bleeding Gums is a new one, um, and then obviously WrestleZone and Disco that we've been to yeah. before. But yeah, we've, we've ticked off a good few, which is 
It's been quite nice to be honest, just to get a bit of, a bit of change. I wanted to go to more, but uh, we don't drive just now, so it's a pain in the hoop. Is that twenty twenty four's plan is to get one of you to to be able to drive? Yeah, well, hopefully, and then we can go to more places. Um, because everywhere I look, I'll look at somewhere. I'm like, oh, it's a cool place to go, and I'm like, oh, it's in the arse end of nowhere. Sorry, I just realised <laughs> I didn't say that. Sorry, but yeah, um, I can't get to it, and I'm like, it's no worth like nine hours travel. Uh, uh, swearing, swearing is not an issue now. I I stopped that a long time ago, because uh, I couldn't be arsed then to get out, and it just made everyone else clam up when I said no swearing, and they just automatically just went, "I won't say anything at all because I'm too scared. I'll I'll actually swear instead." Um, but no, yeah, for for this year, Messelzone of course been to quite a few because um, I'm of uh, I'm part of the Aberdeen Wankathon, uh, but uh, did CPW as well when they got Peter Head W3L as well. Um, they came up twice, so uh, oh, fair say, fair say wrestling as well for uh, in Dundee, which was weird because I haven't been to the Ardler Complex since uh, the other place was there. I think, last, I think last time I was on, it was at the Ardler Complex. I was on the show as well in a ill-fitting, oh, an ill-fitting suit. Time. Yeah, that's 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 the last time I was in the Ardler Complex before then. It was just yeah, it was a weird place. Like it just looks exactly the same. And just as creepy. <laughs> Kyle's got pizza coming, so he's a So, yeah, that's that's kind of. Obviously, I haven't seen you guys for a while either because of all your, your gallivanting as well. Uh, yeah. Trips up north are, are a little bit less <laughs> less uh, available. Um, yeah, it was. It's been insane. So, we were meant to go for Halloween, but then we had a gig or something. I can't remember. We had something we had to go to. Um, what gig did we go to instead of Halloween? Uh, was Fallout Boy, wasn't it? It was Fallout. It was Fallout Boy, so of course Fallout Boy took president. And then the last show, um, Kyle's parents came to to visit us and have like a day out with us and stuff. It's the only time they could meet up with us. So they came down to Glasgow, so it would be a wee bit crap if we went all the way up to Aberdeen as they came down. But I think we're trying to get to the show in next year. Yeah, I don't see any... Issues. We've checked our calendar. We're going to be free. Do we know what date it is? Uh, January twentieth is. I've I've uh, as soon as I told Kelly about it, told her about the end of the last show with uh, Ronan and Connor now being a a duo in WrestleZone and looking like they're taking on Aspen and Caleb. So I yeah, got well... home. I got home the next day. Oh, got got home and saw her the next day. She went. I've already asked my mum if she'll take Jack for that oh. night because I want to go see that. Cool. I. I was going to ask, but I don't need to, so that's fine. Uh, so I, yeah, I so. Pass, but then they also spoiled it because they went, "Oh, Connor's going for the title, might win it." But then they released the poster for the next show where Asma's still holding the title. Yeah, so. there, there was that. I mean, at least like a couple of years back, they did that with um, Crusher and Aspen, and then at the same time, they put out a poster with Crusher holding the belt for hijinks, and uh, Aspen then put out a separate poster with him holding the belt as well. Uh, ah. So I was like, oh, who could win? But yeah, that was, it felt like a placeholder. I hope that's not that final poster because I think if they're trying to get more folk into a bigger venue, yeah. possibly need to show more people that's on the show to to get folk in, maybe. 100%. Well, I've never been, of course, I've never been to that venue. I've only been to places WrestleZone I've, I've been to before, but it's near your, your parents' house, isn't it? Yeah, because it's on, we're well, saying it's Ellen Road, isn't it? Um, near the barracks. Pardon me, so. 
Yeah, I've no idea where where it is. I'd I'd uh, like zoom out, and I thought it's quite near like Langstrack and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's not too far from like your curl and all that kind of stuff. But I've no idea. It's it, I'm going to be I'm going to have the wee sat nav out my phone while Kelly tries to find the place. That's kind of we, how it's going to work out. Then hope for the best. We country bumpkin, you know what I mean? Oh, lots geez. of big smoke. Uh, big smoke. Uh, Aberdeen still still scares me when I go there. Uh, just in the, the high street. Oh my god, there's so many big things here. It's, this is this is oh, too much, Aberdeen too pressure. Good. For different reasons, Aberdeen scares me. Well, funnily, <laughs> funnily enough, if I've got my dates correct, um, that is the night after um, the Ruggy Rumble. The Ruggy Rumble. Which, you heard about which, will, which will be our which will be our APW um, first thing going there. So yeah, so it'll be a good weekend actually. Kyle has a soft spot for Ruggy since we used to live there and he always said he would love to have a show in Ruggy and now someone does actually host a show in Ruggy. Blow his mind. Also I will say though, right, um, I wish I trademarked it because when we used to have like people over to our flat to watch like pay-per-views, I would call them like Ruggy Mania, Ruggy Rumble, Ruggy Slam, which is what they've just done. Yeah, um, I used to make signs and everything. I used to make like, you know, the WrestleMania sign. I used to make them put them on the like, living room and all that and sit behind us. I'm actually, I'm pure sad, aren't I? Um, and everyone would come over. And I once made a, a wrestling ring cake. It wasn't as good as I'm trying to make out to be. <laughs> um, bit terrible. It was just a square cake and I put um, chocolate fingers in the corners, strawberry laces around it for ring ropes. I thought I was Mary Berry. Funny um, well, I kind of like their their name. Have you seen the poster for Bound for Wishaw? I I just I don't know. There's a point where it looks so. It's it's one of those things where it looks so bad. It's actually good. It kind of goes yeah. round about again. It's like uh, Ronan's merch, when he puts out some absolutely shit terrible merch. And you look at it and go, that's actually genius. But it looks awful at the same time. Uh, yeah, it, it it just doesn't compete with the mind. Um, so yeah, AP, APWs. I've I've I featured them quite early on because just because of the guys they had on. I kind of put a lot of stock into if Looking Sharp or Ravy Davies work in the show. Mm-hmm. I think I'm fairly safe. There's not going to be any Roggins on the show, so well, I was quite happy to do them. They're obviously quite closely linked with CPW, and Davies obviously got his head screwed on all that stuff. So I think you're pretty safe there. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because oh, I've I've already got uh, promotions that are in the Amber Zone. In the middle, just waiting. I'm waiting for them to put on someone that that I can just go. That you're out. That's your shuffled away. It is a thing now though with Scottish wrestling because like, even with like bleeding gums and stuff. Obviously, I know Andrew's in that, and um, when the the show is kind of getting booked and stuff, everyone's kind of looking at it, going, "What's well, a new wrestling promotion? Are they going to have the pedos on?" And then we're just like, "Oh, you never know." And I'm like, "No, it's fine. You won't. You're, you're all good." But I think you have to have like that first show. Just to prove to everyone that, like, now nah, we're fine. Like, you're, you're, you're good. Isn't it mental that we're in a place where you have to prove you're not a pedo? That should just be a given. Don't be a pedo. But no, there's those certain names that pop up, though, that you just go, ah, oh, so and so's announced, ah, yeah. pedo's behind that, then. Let's just. Just a big neck. Like, see, at this point, see if you're just an out there, pe- just fuck off. Like, just go away. We don't want to see you. But that's just my opinion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Matt, I, say. I do. I think we're, we're throwing the pedo around, word around about Matt. But just annoyance in, in terms, general. In terms of general anchors, yeah, yeah. there's, there's a lot yeah. of them. Other choice. Sh- shouldn't be uh, putting up pictures of them training uh, like 12 year old girls, you know, that kind of thing. That's just, you know, <laughs> uh, think. yeah, that's just maybe if he hadn't spent months getting outed and uh, called out for that kind of thing, 
maybe not appear in, in those kind of photos. That's probably uh, a good resolution for anyone who is uh, possibly doing that. Uh, we will not name anyone because I don't want to be sued. Why does that feel like a Tim Robinson thing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you have to think about it? Uh, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So for anyone who's got the chronological chronological uh, line of me being ill at right now, uh, it started with the WrestleZone recap, which I sounded like I'd smoked six day a day. Uh, then you get to jump to the Christmas Chaos episode, where I was just about ill at the first half, then ill on the second half, and then uh, way back into the future, Legends Never Die episode, where somehow, because I was high on painkillers, uh, we got our shirts off at the end of the episode and tweeted The Rock. So I don't know why uh, that particularly happened, but so this is the this is the end of that week, and we're all over the place as this podcast goes. Anyway, like, right. I'm, a, I'm assuming, like, if we're, if we're breaking the fourth wall, I'm assuming you've just like recorded the Legends Never Die one. I recorded it last yet. night. Yeah, I recorded it last night, and just for a con- for context, I had to put the video on Patreon as well because I I don't think it makes sense if we're just like scrambling at one point because we're all taking our shirts off. Uh, there is a reason why, I think. I hope it's in the episode we, we explained why, or if it was off the recording. Okay. It might be even more awkward, but uh, it's fine. You don't see a lot of me on the... Because this is as much as you get. So, don't be afraid. Anyway. It, was that was that related to, like, the, the Chuck Taylor... That's it! Like, that was it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we all tried to message The Rock on Instagram, but he doesn't take in incoming messages uh, anymore. why. Well, because idiots then send him shirtless photos. That's probably why. Uh, Same, but he answered my DMs. Joking. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to what he said there, to be honest. I was... said when I sent him topless photos, he answered my DMs. Well, fair play. Don't get um, any ideas, people. This is, uh, uh, I was going to say a PG show, but we've already mentioned pedos, so I don't think that's really... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so... Yeah, year-end awards is kind of what we're we're hoping to try and discuss tonight, uh, while we can, while we're all some sort of awake. Uh, I don't want to do a vago and pass out during a, an episode of of the podcast. That would be wholly unprofessional. Um, so we'll we'll start with we'll start with the big one because we'll probably have answers for it, which is the wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one. So this year there was a lot of chatter. Well, not a lot of it was me chattering to myself on on interweb. Uh, that I was going to merge the category. So instead of male and female, it would just be one wrestler of the year. And I think I'm going to do that. So it's just going to be one wrestler of the year, but we'll do a top 10 of who's voted. So hopefully, because I have a feeling that if we do just wrestler of the year, it's going to be a man that gets voted. So at least if I do a top 10 list, it should hopefully throw in a kind of couple genders in there. Uh, that would be the, the hope and prayer, because otherwise I don't want to be... I don't want to be also biased of Aberdeen and sexist at the same time, even though I don't vote in my own awards. But well, I know that that's a possibility that I could be called sexist. Well, according to your you know, Instagram stories, you know, and that, that question thing, you know, you hate, you hate women, apparently. That's... That, was, that was so annoying because, like, I, I don't know how I came to the conclusion. If anything, I give, I give some, of the, the female, some female wrestlers and male wrestlers way more credit than they should get. So, you know... Fuck I've you. been on and I hate women, and <laughs> no one comes after me. Not all women. Well, anyway, all women. Um, 
swiftly swerving from that one. Um, but because I, I, I kind of spoke to you about this at the time, like you know, I get that obviously you cover all of Scottish wrestling, right? But you are based like is pretty much as far north as you can go without living in a shack, right? Yeah. Um, so like the expectation for people who are like, oh well, how has he not seen all this? I'm like, well, because a lot of promotions don't put their stuff out online. And if you're not going to the show, you're not going to see these people. And there's not really much in the way of like women's wrestling and like wrestlers on this stuff just now. So like mm-hmm. if you're not going to the shows where they're happening, like, you can't really yeah. have an opinion. People but... are terrible at using social media and then complain how no one saw their stuff. Well, how do you expect people to see you? I'm not going to travel for hours and pay money for something that I don't know anything about, apart from seeing maybe a poster if I'm lucky. Like... That's it. Because there's, there's guys that I've, I've really took a shine to this year that I may have seen two matches of on YouTube, but because they're online social content, I'm invested in them as characters. So if if they like, come up north, if they go to, if they're at CPW or if they're at WrestleZone, I'll be like, oh well, I definitely need to go to the show because I want to see that person wrestle. Um, yeah. So yeah, on, online content is probably the most important thing because, like you're saying, I mean, what companies really do put their stuff online? Uh, CPW do, but sometimes it's months after the fact. Uh, yeah. Iron Girders are usually pretty shit hot putting their stuff out. No. Uh, Pro 2, they put out something every couple of weeks, so do Fair City. This goes so behind, but it's, apparently they were sorting something soon for putting shows out. Um, so yeah, there's and WrestleZone, they're on, still on DVDs. Um, so, you have to get, they actually write a transcript of the show, what happened, play by play, and they send it by Carrier Pigeon. That's how you watch WrestleZone now. Um, well, I mean, you could just watch the you could just uh, watch the road trip episode of the SWM podcast. You do get a nice montage exactly. of the show. Uh, sometimes video, mostly photos. Uh, no, oh, I would have to go out and buy a DVD player just for one thing. I, I, I can't remember the last time I played a DVD. To be honest, um, oh, you seem to have some interference. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Hello. Um, it's that time of year, you know what it means. Um, I've got a question, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have unlimited bacon, but no video games, or games, unlimited games, but no games? I've been asked this question more times than I want to be admit because you have made time asked me it numerous times. Yeah, this and I've not, I've, not heard the, I've not heard the answer yet. Don't because I'm too no right in the heat. That it's it's a simple question. My ears. Okay, I'm just it's just two options. So okay. would you rather have option one? Okay. Unlimited bacon. Yep. No games. Okay. Option two. Games. Yeah. Unlimited games. Okay. But no games. I think I choose the bacon. Love it. Okay. I just. That's there's no games in that yeah. option. I just... I'm so disappointed in myself. Anyway, he's back. He's back. So we haven't actually introduced, for people that are listening to the podcast and not watching the video, uh, Ian Skinner has arrived to the podcast for, I think, his first appearance on season six. So I think you're now one of season. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, not being a Scottish wrestler, it seems. Uh <laughs> Like, like I, I get, you know, this is a cameo appearance. 
I suppose that because this will come out after the SWN 150. Have you got a Liquid Death so. sponsorship? Can you get me some more water? Liquid Death. Oh, it's water. It's in a can. It's less recycling. Um, it just tastes like mountain spring water. Brutally murder your first. Get get a sponsorship. It's, Why it's... don't you drink for your tap? Look, it's a can. Are you are you trying to are you trying to get in the way of Billy's money right now? The only thing I've got sponsor. sponsor. I've still got Badscape. 20% off there. No, 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 I don't want to hear about you shaving your balls one more time. How, how do you still have Manscaped? <laughs> the coast still works. Like, yeah, I I, <laughs> I spilled a can of Monster and was cleaning it up while you were doing an ad read last time. Actually, no. Your ad read sucked ass. I, I had to do the ad read for you. All my ad reads have been terrible. And yet, my code still works. So, SWN20, if you go to Manscaped.com, 20% off. Was that was that the lawnmower 4.0 that you had in your hand there? Yes, yes, it is. I don't have the reed in front of me either, but yes, it is, and it, it trims everything nice and close. Wow, that's the best that... reed you've done. That's the best <laughs> reed you've done. Why is I still don't want to hear about it. Well, it's the best reed he's done so far, but he's 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 not even mentioned yet. The uh, the cream, fucking, the crop reviver. I don't have that, that in front of me. That's in another room. And, and uh, for 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 de- for de- it's deodorant, but for your balls, um, or the crop preserver, which is a pH balancer, and as well with the performance package, you do get a free nose hair trimmer. Which, as as a new dad, um, yeah, how old is he now? Like fourteen, uh, six, sixteen months, sixteen. Jesus, that's like fourteen. <laughs> As as if fourteen months. When you say sixteen months, it's okay. Sorry, when I no, say fourteen months, I'm no, a little bit 14. off base. You said fourteen. Go stop. Yeah, stop. I was gonna say months. All right, it'd sorry, be, it'd be silly you. to start going. Is he one years old? Because course he is. <laughs> it's uh, been one year. You haven't even talked about the the handy carry travel case that comes in as well. Oh, and, uh, the leather bound travel case. That's incredible. Where'd yeah. you get pizza you're, from? You're going to take that on like day trips with you. Where'd you get pizza? Yes. See, Kaylee's in on it now. Bro, See, yeah, I, you I, can take. I took it with me to Fair City Wrestling uh, on the train to Ardler Where'd Area. I got. I was in a hotel beforehand. I wanted to make sure I was comfortable after being in a, did... a train. The <laughs> you whole know, day. you know, like when teenage girls would like, oh, I need to make sure if I'm going to see One Direction that I'm wearing my nice underwear just in case. I get pulled up on stage by Harry Styles. You never know. Yeah, I mean, Where'd I get I, pizza I, from. I could have been in the ring at some point. I, I like, sh- sh- where'd you get pizza from? Domino's. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're but I'm not- like a good judge because it's just a ham pizza. I love ham. And and, and yet the the. the the bacon and games question was wrong, but you're gonna eat a ham pizza in in my bacon. face, in my Italian face. You're gonna say, "Oh, we're gonna have ham on a pizza." Not even prosciutto. What? I don't speak Tory. What are you talking about? What's prosciutto? What do you, what do you mean? Don't speak Tory? Are you calling all Italians Tories? <laughs> <laughs> well, just I- just just because I choose meat that isn't just from the deli. Well, actually, it is from a deli, but from a good deli, not from a Tesco deli. Yeah, actually, you could probably get prosciutto from a Tesco or like as Morrison's. I, I'm still listing shops. Um, no, I was actually done listing shops. Um, yeah. As the Tesco Morrison's. Is what? That, what? 
Little? A little deli? Well, they've got their own what is too. this? A deli for ants? Thank you. <laughs> Are you off out, Ian? Uh, just, just out of yeah. curiosity, because you're wearing your jacket. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I need to get fresh air at some point. I, I know it's cold, but I'm, I'm scared. Oh. As we all should be. Just outdoors or being inside all time. The penguin is hurt, Billy. I don't know what happened. It was something to do with Catwoman, some stairs. I'm, re- I'm really concerned about the penguin. Yes. Okay. Does, does anyone understand? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, but just the penguin's hurt. Are you? Are you? Yo. Uh, I still haven't watched anything. the Batman. It's, it's a new Reddit AMA. Ask me anything, and then I'll go. Did you watch the Gotham series? That was good. Okay. I. I don't want to talk about the Gotham series because the penguin is hurt right now and I'm re- I'm re- re- I don't know what happened something to do with stairs something to do with Catwoman um the penguin is hurt I think me and Kyle are organizing next week a day to go visit him in hospital that's so nice of you yeah oh it's gonna be tough but we'll we'll pull through that's good yeah that's good. he's he's really hurt that's very old make a wish uh, no, here's the... a question right here's a real question for you right a real jur- journalist over here, unlike Mr. Strachan. The balls fraud, right? Is that a Star Wars t-shirt? Yeah. I see, like, imagine if it was just like a like a friend's t-shirt, but instead of Matthew Perry, it was Chewbacca. That could work. Okay. They're doing Christmas carols. It's fun, isn't it? What did you just say? Sorry, what? It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you're going to have to say that again. I think I must have... What did you just fucking say? (laughs) I'm going to be sick. (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. Love it. No, it's it's fine. Um, I was going to ask, you know, with you being so, you know, invested... um, in the in soft road just now, right? And how closely linked they are to the battle rap scene. When will we be seeing your first battle rap? That's my real question for you, mate. Well, I, I keep bothering Shotty to be like, I his thing. I'm not sure about when my first battle rap is, but I do want to be in the background of one going, oh, oh, but like from like the most mid bars. I'd probably get kicked out like proper, like because every now and then, like there'll be mid bar and it'll. My favorite thing about battle rap is it, it just oh shit oh um that Conor McGregor thing was weird, wasn't it? And at least we now know where he draws the line. You know, you, you can take you can take the piss out of his money. You can take the piss out of like his family. You can take the piss out of uh, like just being knocked out in the UFC. But don't bloody mention a poppy, all right? That's why he draws the the line. Bold. Sharpie. So Soft Pro, from what I've seen, is, is such a it's like a multiverse place. Because of course Le- Les Battersby is coming soon there as well. Yeah. It's it's such a like I don't think if you try to predict what happens at Soft Pro, like you can't. Because that's just it just seems like the fucking wild west of wrestling at the moment, but in like a good way. Where you walk in and go, Oh shit, there's 
fucking Les uh, smoking. And then you turn around and they go, oh, they're trying to fight Conor McGregor in a battle rap. It's like, what what world have we entered? It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. They go, that's my Listen, journalistic the thing. Co- the why would there 10 people in the Crown Cup match? That's... Well, because nine was too little and 11 was too many, I'd imagine. That's... Mm. Um. Liquid Death, Brutally Murder You First. Canned water. It's canned water. Is that an Auntie Donna hoodie? Yeah. Liquid oh. death. Liquid death. Canned water. So I'm trying to punch your canned water. It's not my canned water. I just think it'd be a good sponsor, and you see a lot of people get sponsored by it. Listen, I'm not going to have any more questions, okay, Kaylee? Okay. You sponsored by Domino's? Oh, wait, wait, oh wait, yeah, should, Domino's. We should not advertise in the, uh, was it the energy drink. Was it Sneak? Uh... Yeah. Well, have you tried Sneak? I, I've. Was that, is that, I'm sure that was the one you. Was that the one you were. You were no, last no, time? no, because Sneak tastes like ass. I've been uh, I've been punting for a while. Uh, Gamer Sups. They've got oh, their, yeah. Uh, their, the, their the white one. Tatey Milk. Yeah. Yeah. There was one I had to edit out. One of the only times I've had to edit out an episode because you kept yeah. saying a certain word. Oh yeah, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, bruh. That's that's the word. I just, yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> I, yeah, I felt that I was saying that word too much. It was come. Fuck it. It's a Christmas episode. <laughs> White Christmas. Uh, oh, okay. That's, okay, that's where that's where I draw the line. Okay. Anyway, have a good Christmas, y- y'all. Merry Christmas, uh, number one hundred and sixty-three in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> Number one no, in our hey, hearts, though. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, bleeding gums, death match, more like my name, Jeff match. What drugs did I do before this? That's one of the greatest cameos. That might be the best. I don't know how many cameos you've had, Billy. That's definitely the best. Um, I'm I... to the door next. I'm trying to think. I think that may be the only one I've organised. So unless you guys have been punting the link uh, since since we started, um, I yeah. could punt the link. Um, oh, so yeah, that's... Oh, oh, okay, absolutely not. Because <laughs> you never know who you'd get. Like yeah. I'll, I'll be finding out. All your pals, you're making it bleeding gums as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm hard out without having them on the show because hey. I don't want, I don't want to speak about death match wrestling. Nice men, nice boys. Fun time. Yeah, but I mean, you saw Billy cringe at the, the idea of half the stuff they were done. Pissio. <laughs> I didn't mind, like, most of it I could get on board, like, not, not get on board with. I, but I don't know why, but the Nettles was the one that scared me the most. Like, that's that's chemical warfare. That's that's, that's not right. Yes, man. The man who. Do you, know, do you know the worst part was? There were no Nettles on that show. No, you not know the best part. The best part, the most underrated part of that match was when they had um, the terracotta pots. And when they smashed into them, Gary beside me shouted, oh, he's just battered Bill and Ben. Tickled me. Tickled me more than it should have. That was, that was good. Well, he had to be there, sort of thing. Well, it should be online. Oh, I should be a fat So, well, we'll try and, try and steer ourselves back onto the, the reason we're here. Because we're about half an hour in. We haven't actually talked about any of the categories, really, yet. Because uh, Ian jumped in for Five minutes and was Ian Skinner. Uh, 
as as you may have heard briefly that he is in the SWR 150 this year, he is number 163. So he has not made the cut, uh, sadly. That's uh, because now he's a British wrestler now, he's not a Scottish wrestler, he's a British wrestler. So it's a, it's a damn shame that Scotland haven't capitalized on Ian Skinner. Um, wrestler of the year, then. So last few years, well, last year it was Aspen was uh, wrestler of the year for the male side of things, and Emerson Jane was the wrestler of the year for the female side of things. Uh, we're merging the category this year. It's now just going to be wrestler of the year. Um, so we get to decide. Well, we don't decide. We are putting out ideas, hopefully, for people to go, oh, I can't think of one. Oh, these guys have somehow uh, mentioned a few folk that may be, may be worthy of a vote. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have written down any any possibilities of people that you've enjoyed watching this year, things have, have had a good year in general. Um, Me, I think that's a problem. Um, you go first. Oh, okay. Um, well, and this is the this is where I get accused of being a woman hater as well. Um, I just assumed that this was the, the male category, right? So that, that, there's a few now that I've kept in mind. Because I think if we go to overall wrestler, I mean, it's hard to not argue for Emerson mm-hmm. because she's done it all this year. And before the end of the year, She's making her debut in GCW over in America. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the level we're talking. Like she's she's yeah. doing amazing. Um again, she's done some silly things this year. Um her death match with Rina Yamashita was uh, oh, so good. Unbelievable. Um but also some of the people that I thought I mean Caleb Valhalla is a, a belter of a shout. I think he's he's taken it to the next level this year. Um you know, he's always been good. He's always been, you know, He's had a good aura about him, but I think this year he's really taken it to the next level in different ways. Because like the whole like entertaining stuff with Aspen and Discovery and stuff, and then like the more serious stuff, and like WrestleZone first sight, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I think those two are probably at the top of my list. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Emerson, hundred percent. I think for female of the year, I just do. You kind of said everything. She's done it all, and she's entertaining to watch, which I think is half the battle. Because she does a wee bit of everything, basically. And spoiler, I'll talk about her later on in the list. Um, but for me, there were loads of people. So there's, I've saw a lot of things online, not everything online, because as we spoke about earlier on, not everyone puts everything online. But see, when I was thinking about it, see, out of all the matches that I've enjoyed the most this year, there was one sort of common denominator in them. Um, so my wrestler for the year is actually Zach Dynamite. I know when you were just about to say that, my brain just went, I think Zach probably should be thrown in there as well. And yeah, absolutely. Zach Dynamite is from matches I've seen as well, not just live, but ones I have seen online that he's just he's just on another level this year, it seems. hundred percent. Well let's put it this way, like I think it gets looked over a wee bit, see because he's always consistently good. So people are like, oh, someone maybe is like taking a step up, so they will like stand out in your expectations and you're like, oh, you really notice them. But someone who's always consistently good. Is Zach, and there's something about this year, like, I again having some um live, like, I know more of him now than ever, sort of thing. But what I was saying is, like, over the last year, everything has such intensity to what he's doing. Like, every single match he had, you believed it. And whether that was WrestleZone's majority of places of some, and again, everything had such intensity, you believed what he was doing. But even then, when you take it to disco, he did a bit of everything. He had like some more like comedy style matches with the boys and he still has some like really intense matches on his own and I just yeah when I was looking at it like 
nine times out of ten, when I leave a wrestles on show more than anything, the match of the night he's been involved in is some sort of capacity. And I think that says a lot. Um, absolutely so... agree with those three that you, we, you've mentioned there. Uh, Emerson, not just because of what she's done elsewhere, but of course, uh, Impact debut as well in Glasgow. Uh, won the Disco Derby uh, this year, so she's online. If, if she's facing Gene Money in the future, that's going to be cracking as well. Uh, just mm-hmm. had great matches in Fair City with Ronan this year, and, and uh, I think her match with, with Taylor Bryden was this year as well, which was amazing. Same as Zack Dynamite. Zack Dynamite, he, he won the Tri-Counties title, won the FCW tag titles, and yeah, he's putting in high-quality matches whenever. Um, yeah. And Caleb as well. It's, we love Caleb. Big sexy Caleb. Uh, yeah. Tri-Counties champion, Regal Rumble winner, uh, main event of Abnearchy. And I think he won the FCW title this year as well, and the Skull Brawl series is incredible on the interweb. Yes, I love it. That's his biggest achievement, is he's learning to skate. That is the... He's he, found out, he found out about light switches this year, and I think that's a, that's a big big thing to, to work out. The little light in the fridge uh, scared him at first, but I'm, I'm glad that he's, he's, he's been able to, to recover from it. Um, oh, that's, that's, it's hard. I mean, there will definitely be people out with that that You'll think of uh, as well. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll mention Aspen anyway because you know, of course, I'm gonna. Uh, he's had a pretty good year, but I think the other the other three we've mentioned, they've probably had a bit more of a prolific year around the country um, as as well. And the likes of I think Thatcher Wright's had a pretty good year for CPW. Uh, I think. I'd... Do you know someone else I actually see? Um, I've only been a couple of them, right? So I've not got a lot to base off of. But see, when I've been going to the Iron Girder shows with Bailey, um, do you know someone who like the last time I saw them was like early on in their career? So I haven't saw like the middle period. But do you know who utterly like I was like, whoa, it's completely different from the last time I saw them. Kez Evans, like Kez okay. Evans is like very consistent. Put it this way, when you go to like the shows again, I, I think the shows are really good. The Iron Girder shows, um. But like him and like BT Gun and stuff, like their chemistry, um, it's very good. And they, you know, when you can just feel like someone just feels like they're at a different level than someone else on the show, not in a bad way, but like you're like, oh, you just know that they've kind of like got it. They're just really smooth with it all. Him and I, again, the last time I saw him was more like really early when I used to go back to ICW and stuff, where it was at a different point in his career. Um, and I was like, whoa, like this is like a whole different person. So I have to give him a shout out. I suppose is like an honourable mention. Absolutely. So that's, that's five options we've thrown out for people if, if they want to to believe us, uh, what we're saying. Uh, but no, I think I think it's going to be quite competitive this year now that we've merged the category together. And that's why I'm, I'm doing going to do like a top ten because I don't think it's very fair if I just go, oh, this is the one wrestler. At least I can give yeah. you a, give people a, a rundown of of who's getting voted because uh, I don't want to be accused of bias if Aspen wins. <clears> uh, I can I can at least show the workings. I mean, you uh, still will, because the majority of this list will probably end up being wrestlers on folk. <laughs> people getting a half a minute. And if they don't like it, you know what they can do? Fuck off. Well, what they can do, they go to com slash scottresnet and they can go buy a t-shirt that says arrive, rig poles, leave. Or they can buy a t-shirt that says Aberdeen Wankerthon, if they so wish. So, yeah. pay me. Uh, so, tag team of the year. So, last year was the foundation of the future. Uh, Zach Dynamite, Ryan Riley, Bruce and Brad Evans. Technically mm-hmm. a trio, but People just put in foundation in the future, so I really had to kind of put all three in uh, because Zach and Ryan are our team regularly in Fair City as well, and then Bruce and Brad, Ryan are elsewhere for WrestleZone. Um, I think there's only really 
three major contenders I can think of, and it's the three that Aspen put out very recently as the top three in the country, which was the Foundation of the Future, Casino Brutal, and Fair City Saints. Yeah, I agree. I wrote down that mine's is the Foundation lads, and again, it's going to sound like we're just being heavy biased. Promise the rest of my list has other people in it. Um, but again, I when I watch them, I like what they've got. They've got like an interesting dynamic. Um. To be fair, see when WrestleZone started having um, the Fair City boys in as well, the four of them have a really good dynamic together. Like mm. their chemistry works really well and they both bring out the best in each other because that's one of the problems, like, just my opinion. The Foundation boys, they were better than what they were getting put up against. So they could only do what they had. They were getting put up against teams which weren't at the same calibre as them. They were outshone them and it was like you could only get what you could get with with the other half so having someone that could go at the pace they could go at um and everything has just made them all seem better really um yeah. but not so a lot and the the casino boys like again seeing them a lot more recently with the shows i've been going to um i've been promising that three times or so this year um and it was interesting because again I, I hadn't saw them i hadn't heard a lot about them and then i saw them i was like oh there's something about them um and seeing they're starting to get a lot of sort of traction and things is quite it's interesting to see. I'll be excited to see where they go next year. Yeah. I like as well that the three teams are all kind of spread out across the country. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're all like in, based in different locations. Yeah. Which makes it quite exciting. They've all got different styles as well, which I think is useful. Yeah. They're not all doing the same thing because that's a problem, especially with tag teams. A lot of the time you'll get the same thing over and over again with a different skin on it. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they've all got very different styles. And I suppose for Accolades basis, uh, the young team, ICW Tag Team Champions uh, back half of the year. Um, they faced Arcade Violence, but I think I, I don't think that's someone I put into this category this year. But certainly, when we get to the one to watch tag team, that's probably Arcade Violence seems to be a team I quite like the look of. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think who else the champions game on at Fair City as well. They they were champions for most of the year. Uh, oh, who else got tag team divisions? I think outfit would they? They they really came to their own. Again, back half of the year, so as an overall year, I still say the foundation yeah. probably uh, yeah. in there. But casino, like, like I was saying about like not being able to see a lot of wrestling down central belt because it doesn't go online. Casino brutals be one of those teams where I've been watching on social media, going, "I love these guys," just because of the way they sell themselves. And then you get to see a couple of matches, but because if if they came up to if uh, community pro, for example, they they announced come back to Peterhead. And the first match they announced is Casino Brutal versus whoever. I'm probably going to get my ticket because I want to see Casino Brutal wrestle. Uh, so that that's a mark of a, a a team that you want that that's good because you want to see them wrestle. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah. Anyone? Anyone else? I think uh, I don't think I'm trying to see who's won it in the past. Nine nine. Of course, they're no longer really yeah. out because Jack Morris is in, in uh, Japan now. Uh, Glasgow Grindhouse won it in twenty twenty. They've they've haven't really wrestled a lot. I don't think some some in Copenhagen Championship wrestling, some in ICW. Yeah, really. there's, a, there's a lot of like, and like you said, I think with the arcade fight, like, I, like, there's a lot of like good teams that are coming up. <clears throat> like if that makes sense, like there's a lot of teams that are kind of tail end of the year starting to break through a wee bit. Um. So if you're looking at like tag team of the year that's been consistent throughout the year, it's probably the teams we've mentioned. Like, there's obviously a lot of exciting things going into next year. Like, um, 
obviously Connor and Ronan. Yeah. Um, in WrestleZone, you've got Aspen and Caleb and all that sort of stuff. Like, there's a lot of interesting things like where teams are just kind of flourishing a wee bit. So next year, the list should probably be quite different if you think about it. Like the landscape will be different. There's a lot of people trying something new. I think people are just like after lockdown, people try a lot of new things and then they kind of played it safe for a while again. And it seems to be the later half of this year, a lot of people are kind of just throwing something out, seeing if it works. And that's what's exciting. That's what you want to see. Like, see something new. So, yeah, I think next year will be interesting. Absolutely. So, one of the harder categories that I was trying to figure out names for was International Talent of the Year, or formerly known as Import of the Year. And... I've got hands All right. down. Cool. <laughs> yours first, because mine is going to overshadow anyone you bring up. Right. I I really struggled because I was trying to remember who who would really come over this year. Uh, Scott Hottie was who won it last year. He was at Disco earlier this year. Uh, Eric Young made a couple of appearances, I think. Uh, uh, Callisto made an appearance for Bob Rasslin. But I suppose you could also probably because they wrestled in Glasgow, you could probably pick someone from the Impact roster uh, as well if you so wished. Um, Possibly the guys from the death from bleeding gums because because a lot of the international guys are there. So for for someone who's I haven't seen a lot of international talent, um, there's probably a, a good list of people. So yeah, throw them out there. Who you got? So mine is my good friend Neil Diamond Cutter, right? Because I did not know much about this man, but after bleeding gums, I think he's a good friend. I love that man. He is so fun, like. Good wrestler and all that, especially in death matches, right? Um, Mark's probably laughing at me right now. Um, he's like, oh, of course. Um, but he's such a nice man too. Um, not as scary as you as you think he would be. And he showed me his jacket with all these different patches and that on it. And of course, me being me and bit being gobby. And I was like, tell me all about your patches. So he told me all these stories about all these different ones and all the ones that he had stapled to him and stuff as well, which was interesting um but he was my favorite i think he was great um i don't like i'm going to say something controversial i don't like neil diamond as in the singer so i don't like sweet caroline so even though he came out to that it was a tune it was all good but it wasn't my there's something else i might cancel for now um but it was a tune everyone was dancing to it and i think that was just a nice vibe so he's my choice okay anyone you want to throw in as well other than Moose. Um, yeah, I love how Kaylee's is just someone she spoke to. I mean, like, <laughs> not even like, I think someone's all right, but he was just a nice guy. Um, I'm a personality person. I mean, the, the one I've probably seen that's not in Dale Diamond Cutter would be Eric Young. Um, obviously, saw him on the Impact Tour and then saw him at um, Community Pro the other week. He, really, really good. Um, seems to have a lot of time for people. Um, and was generally nice in my interactions with him. So, like, he'll, he'll easily be one there. Um, but I think I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he seems like the type of guy that would. Yeah. Be eager to come back. It's one of those, I don't know whether, he, I think he probably may have count as an international talent now, but Joe Hendry maybe as well. Because he's yeah. he only really yeah. appears at uh, Disco and Community Pro. Surprise Joe Hendry uh, on it's Community the best Pro. Type of, best type of Joe Hendry. Surprise Joe Hendry. I loved it. I saw the clip of, of the big strong man. He was he literally said his name and Joe appeared, which is oh man, as just a general gimmick goes, that's the best. 
I, I blew my blew my mind if I was sitting in the crowd and he said Joe Henry and, and Joe appeared. Uh, but uh, no, as an impact talent now, I probably know. would count as an international talent if folk wanted to to vote for him. Technically, I think you're onto something. Technically, is because I just he's not here all the time. And technically, right is the best kind of right. Exactly. I still think my good friend Neil, though he's up there. Because I was just looking, 2021, big demo one. And that was just like, I think I was year year of his release, or just after his he's, release. He's a good shout, because mm. he, he lives in America. And it feels like he's here every week. Yeah. So, they, they do much press stuff, like the Scottish stuff is here. I was thinking a lot of Scottish, it was more down south, wasn't it? Like he's done OTT and all that, but yeah, I've not... Yeah. No, he was on progress the other week. They do a couple ICW matches, maybe, was that with Andy? At the start of the year, I don't know. It's, mm. been, it's been quite a, yeah. a long year. Um, I think who, who else would be? But no, I think think we've mentioned that's probably as good as uh, considering the, the first international talent of the year was twenty fifteen was Mick Foley. At least we're actually getting people that do wrestling that that are just like starting out and and doing a, a Mister Soko and leaving, uh, which is still amazing. But I will say though, it's a good sign of the Scottish scene that we're struggling to pick names. For like imports, because I feel like that was all that used to draw people to a show back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it's imports, so it's it's it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean next year hopefully we'll get to see Elias on shows and stuff like that, and just get the just. No, I'd be happier if they just throw in some some just wild import shows. Like no, I uh, bought just just got Callisto in for oh, yeah. fucking no reason. Uh, I'd, I'd I'd love just some more random shit like that. It's like oh who's who's coming to the show next week? Wait a minute, Rock and Wrestle had Ryback in the Mercury Hotel in Verness for. So well, um, Community Pro have got Santino Morella going to the at the Fairfield Club next year, which will be insane. Do you know? I was going to say that. Do you know who came here, but no one got them to wrestle? My boy Gangrel. Love that man. I, I know. The only time that was, we were so close is when uh, I still came up to Aberdeen and he was supposed to wrestle Jack Jester, I think it was. Yeah. And, and he, Gangrel yeah. didn't make it. And I was, I was good. Because that's, that's the sort of, that's the, Line of being a wrestler, I'm, I'm in to see. Like Scotch, you're your ex pack, Gangrel. That's the level. Maybe he just knew better and thought, yeah, those ICW Aberdeen shows, <laughs> they're not going to go well. Let's just leave them. That was, he was that. also another man. Yeah, what if? He was a nice man. Yeah. So was, apart from when he spat blood all over me, as I should have understood, I should have, I should have known he was going to do it, but I didn't think he was actually going to do it. And I was sitting in a white top covered in fake blood. And to be fair, I think that, that show you're supposed to be on, that was uh, Scotty Swift, Iron Echo. So that may have just, uh, might, might, have, might have left halfway through if you had to see um, that. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, something. I've, I've never seen it, to be fair. I've just heard other people's stories. Well, well, yeah, because yeah, it got cut, so it never went out. Because <laughs> it was that bad. I'm, I'm, I, it's still... Oh, that's one of my favourite kind of things that I've seen a match that was so bad it got cut out of, of a broadcast. That's there you go. There's there's a lol. Because they've kept some of shit on their t- on their shows. It's like that's like midway down on the the Scottish wrestling iceberg. It's like somewhere in the middle, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, move move to the move to the the west, and that's that's the lore you get. Oh, yeah. uh, move of the year. I haven't written anything down, so that's not great. Uh, last hey, year, 
you're not a moves guy you know you're a, you're a story guy I get exactly it. thank you thank you Kyle. You, you get me you understand me I'm, I'm there for the story i'm not there for remembering what moves are uh darkest lariat aspen one last year uh yeah only ones i can think of off the top of my head are uh every time judas does a swan tom bomb uh, oh that is that's like perfection he does uh, very well. that's 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 really it uh that i can think of to be honest so the one i like and i'm gonna be i don't know what it's called right i'm no good with names because i never listen to commentary or anything but you know the move that sammy does where she like slides out the ring and like pulls him down love uh, that. uh the shadow facts yeah. love that um but no one else like that sounds bad i can't like there's no other move that stands out that anyone else does if I had to think of someone's individual move, there's only like that's the one person that stands out. Do you know what I mean? So, um, Aspen's chop area, I don't know one yeah. last year, but that's that class one. Um, yeah, moves. I don't, I don't really know to be honest. It's not necessarily. I, I couldn't say there's any like moves that stand out. There's like combinations which I think are interesting, but there's no necessarily like any moves. Um, uh, Mickey Vigo's cartwheel elbow. That's something. That's interesting. It's, it's a thing, yeah. Um, Isn't that the same move that Nicole Jasmine does? Do they know they have the same move set? I mean, my favourite part of that that Mickey Vigo one is not the move; it's that you can hear a tremendous roar, not from the crowd, but from behind the curtain when he does it. Yeah, um, that's that's always funny. Um, but in terms of like just random moves, not like finishers, because I'm, I'm I was thinking more finishers, but like um, this, this is a very specific one, right? Um, but when uh, Bruiser Brad, Lariat, Alex Webb. Oh, that's that. Or to be fair, Air Miles as well. Like either either one of them. To be Air honest. Miles was yeah. the Regal Rumble. Um, Lariat, oh, that was, that was uh, Ryan, wasn't it? Ryan who who got Air Miles at the Rumble and oh, did yeah. the whole spinny flip thing. Yeah, that one was disgusting as well. But yeah, um, what else have we got? Uh, Ace is high. Casino Brutal. It's pretty good. Uh, mm. Speaking of foundation, Peep Peep Special. It's pretty pretty decent mm. as well. So. There's, I mean, there's a few things out there, but like you like you've pointed out, I'm, I'm more of a story guy. So if I've enjoyed the match, I've enjoyed the match. I don't really remember what the actual maneuvers are during the match. Kill uh, Valhalla's Hell Ride one in 2021. It's still pretty good when when uh, when he's able to to properly throw someone about with it. Um, yeah, uh, move in general. Ronan stabbing someone in the eye with glass. I suppose that's that's a oh, pretty it's a classic. That's I a guess very um, but no, that's, that's that's about it. So it, this one's probably going to be the one of the harder ones that I've got to muddle through the votes because even though I put it, I put a note saying please give me the name of the move and the wrestler. Nobody fucking reads that, and I usually just get a move or a wrestler, and then I've got to figure it out from there. So uh, <laughs> good luck to me in the future, oh, future Billy. Well, well, just. Yeah, watch the the voting forms come in and go. Let's see, what's I don't know what the half of that is. Um, anyway, match of the year is next on here. Uh, so I said you guys have seen more matches this year, so you've probably got a better scope of, of things. Uh, what did I write down? Oh shit, what did I write down? Oh, oh I, I wrote down uh, Caleb versus Connor at the Station Hotel in January. Station Hotel Showdown, just because it was a match that was last minute because it was supposed to be I think it was supposed to be Caleb versus Alan maybe and then it became Caleb versus Connor and it was just 
tremendous. It was a great match for mm-hmm. being unexpected. So yeah, I've, I, that was the first one that came to my mind. Um, second one probably would be the foundation from the future versus uh, Aspen, Caleb, and Johnny Lyons from 2010. Throw that one in there yeah, as well, just because of the absurdity of it. But yeah, that's about that's the top two I can think of. Top red. I think that was my mum's favourite match. My mum went to one wrestling show with me and that's what she saw. And honestly, that was the best thing that she'd ever saw. She kept talking about it. She loved it. She ended up going and buying one of Aspen's tops after it because she was just obsessed with it. Um, no, see, when I was thinking, it was very obvious to me what my favourite match was because I physically, like, I twisted about it, being like, I've not saw a match better than this. Um, it was, remember, Zach and Caleb? I forgot what show it was. Was that Nations? yeah it was they two and it was I don't know there was just something about it it just felt like a perfect match Um, the intensity the story everything and they two I didn't really know how they would um, I don't know what it was going to be like them two really wrestling together they're very different styles Um, Zach's kind of like brute writing about it very intense very hard hitting and all that whereas Caleb's a lot more of the sort of like monster aspect of it like getting in and, and I don't know I just I'm not really finding the right words I'm butchering this um, and to mention Zach as well I'll throw Zach versus uh, Yuji Maki from Ardler Mania as well because it was the opening match of the show and it was phenomenal it was it was the best match on the show uh, which I mean, when you think you've got Emerson Jane on that show as well and, and uh, you've got Caleb as well in, in that, that big multi-man match um, the first match on Maki and Dynamite just stole it straight away had a uh, Tom Atlas, little Tom Atlas, come out dressed as Mackie, and at one point he got thrown to the back, and he just audibly went ah, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was just amazing to hear him just to hear it right slide past um, as well. But yeah, that was that was really good as well. But it seems to be a common denominator between the three is is like Caleb Dynamite, who we mentioned earlier, like as wrestler That's... of the year. So. Yeah, and it makes sense if they're saying wrestler of the year, then match of the year would, would coincide with that. And again, as, as I've already said, to repeat myself, like every match that I saw Zach be part of was good. I never at all once this year went, that was an all right match or, or whatever. Like I always had some sort of emotion and some sort of feeling behind it. Like I really liked it or I was like, what on earth is going on? Like I left every match thinking about it. Um, and that match, honestly, is one of my favourites I think I've ever saw. Um, in person, I've only got like I've got a small handful of matches that I saw in person that I really really liked, and that's up there. It's like if it's not one, it's very close to it. Um, I think that says a lot. What about you? Um, yeah, that one's probably up there to be honest. Um, I think I've got a couple of notable mentions, but I don't know if these are recency bias, but I'll throw them out there anyway. Um, so from the Bleeding Gum show, um, there was um, a match between Jack Harrop and Alton Thorne, um, which good. was brilliant, to be honest. Um, it was, I think, with death matches, sometimes you can you can fall into the habit of just smashing things over people's heads, and that's pretty much it. Um, in the same way that you see when you get like your cruiserweight matches and people just flipping all that, right? There's no like story to it. You get a lot of death matches, but this one there's a lot of story behind it. Like they actually built to all the big stuff in the match and all that. Um, spoiler for if you're watching the show on uh, IWTV when it comes out, the the match ended in a 
well, it's no contest is the word I was looking for, um, because they both um came off the apron through a spiderweb of barbed wire. Um, so there's just the match ended. Um, but yeah, overall, really, really good match. Um, in terms of you know normal wrestling, it doesn't get everyone's knickers in a twist. Um, Community Pro. Um, from the past weekend, the Ravy Davy against Thatcher Wright for the title. Um, match was good, but purely for the reaction to the finish. Like Ravy Davy, where's the cat? Ravy Davy Dude. winning the title in Govan against a Tory might be one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed. Like kids were jumping, like kids started running around the venue, like screaming, like things were getting thrown. Like next thing you know, there's like forty kids in the ring celebrating with them. All that brilliant. Like the end of uh, is it Unforgiven 2001 with uh, Kurt Angle on everyone's shoulders kind of thing. Oh. Um, I'm just looking through the last year of matches that like, they've been voted for a match of the month and yep, uh, Dynamite, Riley versus Fair City Saints for Fair City Wrestling. Uh, Regal Rumble, the match itself was, was in there. Uh, the Foundation from the Future versus Caleb, Aspen, Johnny. Yeah. Aspen versus Caleb, Abgaraki. Emerson J versus Zack Dynamite, FCW, a couple more FCW matches, Mortar City Machine Guns against Josh Alexander and Eric Young, uh, Steg versus Lost Boy Aspen from Community Pro, good which man. I've heard nothing but good things about, just because it it was wildly different to what people were probably coming in to see, thinking it was going to be just a fun, fun wee, fun wee fight with inflatable hammers, and uh, from what I hear, it was not that at all. Nope. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a really good match. If we're talking ma- matches that I have seen in Scotland, um, Charlotte versus Io Sky from the house show in Glasgow is one of oh. the best matches I have ever seen live. And I've been to the you know fucking Money in the Bank and all that stuff. Like I've seen the, the big shows. That's one of the best shows matches I've seen. In so good. Like me and Kyle put this way, it was just a house show. Normally, it's just mid. Like, I mean, whatever. It was a house show match for a title. So you already knew what the finish was going to be. You know who was winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when we were on the edge of our seat, we were like, there was false finish. Like, me and Kyle were actively <gasps> like, what's going on? And, um, yeah, I've never saw a match like this. If it was a WrestleMania match, you'd be like, that could contend as match of the night. I don't know why they decided to have one of the best matches of their career in the Hydro in Glasgow when it wasn't being taped. But fair play. It was class. That's the thing with Charlotte, though. She's, she's absolute death as a character, like give her a microphone and you hate her, and you should even if you do or don't. But when you when you ring the bell, she oh. consistently puts the best match on, and, and it's ridiculous. Really, it's it just doesn't gel on TV. But the actual in ring product is phenomenal. So good, and she was really class actually. She um she got in trouble because she spent too long like trying to meet like people all around the ring and all that and stuff. Which was also the same day that I met my husband, Pete Dunn. Of course. Yeah, I didn't like that. Of course, Butch was, was out and about. Um, what am I? Well, you've noticed we've not mentioned um, whatever they're called, Butch and Ridge Holland again, with uh, Drew against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. I only um, saw one person that match. My eyes were glued to Pete Dunn. Love that man. It was my piss break, to be fair. So. Shit, no, what's up? Oh. He wouldn't let me be alone. No, I went, <laughs> Drew's in the ring. The queue for the toilets just now is going to be nil. How much I go? So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, a fair difference to the last time I went to WWE House Show, which was when last time they were in the AECC. 
I think. And it was uh my piss my piss break was the Usos against Hype Bros. That's fair. Yeah, but I mean now Usos are like the boys. This was Matt, so was Matt Cardona as well. He's 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 one of the most oh. like one of the biggest wrestlers in, in independent wrestling. And there's Mojo Rawley who is uh who's shite then to be honest. Um, but less said about that the better. Uh, so I'm acting like he was he was like part of speaking out. I, I don't think he was, but I don't know. It's not very good. I don't know. He just he just was the good at. <laughs> I'm doing terribly at muting myself coughing here. So I apologize to the listeners uh, for that. There we go. Right, feud of the year. This is another one where I started thinking about it. Going, I have, I don't remember any feuds outside of the Northeast this year. So, uh. Outside of that, possibly Thatcher, Ravy Davy. That's probably a fairly strong contender. Um, up here, we've got Ronan Damien. Uh, yeah. got the Saints versus the Foundation. The Foundation mm-hmm. versus Outfit seems to be it's just been ticking along quite nicely the back half of the year. Um, what else? I, I mean, I don't think Mr. Wrestling Omar Muhammad against Dawkins and Tucker is going to be uh, <laughs> getting many votes. It might. You know, you never know. Mr. Wrestlezo might be working hard and uh, getting several emails together. Um, but yeah, so I suppose out of all that, I'd probably go Damien versus Ronan because we've got to see a blindfold match and someone stabbed. So, what's that to like? I think it made sense. That was, again, that was one of the only blindfold matches where I was utterly entertained because it's the same thing. You know, there's certain matches where you always see the same thing that happens. Every blindfold match has the, the the same bits in it. There, and, and theirs was good. They were kind of like thought outside the box a wee bit. They they utilized it to their advantage. Because I'm not going to lie, see, I saw the blindfold match. I was like, oh, here we go. I bet I could I could call what's going to happen here. Um, and no, it was really entertaining. So I think again that one a bit biased saw it. So I actually went through the whole emotions of it. It was nice to see something different. Again, seeing a stabbing in wrestle zone didn't expect it. <laughs> Loved it. That makes us in psychotic. Be a bit different. Offer it. Um, but apart from that, I was trying to think because when it came to feuds, I couldn't actually think of many that was like proper feuds going on. Um, the only other one was it this year that had the whole Martina Dream Money thing in Discovery, or was that more the end of last year? Mm, I, I think I, that was this year. Was that tag? So I think I was probably more last year into this year because they had that. Because they, they were having this false count everywhere match that's appeared everywhere, hasn't it? And then appeared a little bit towards the end of this year, uh, end of the start of this year with uh, was it this year's tag or was last year's tag with the big time tag champions? It was Gina Martina was supposed to be the match, then Emerson replaced. So I think it was last year, but I don't know. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, I'm rambling now. Uh, I'm not sure. We were at that show, weren't we? Yeah, because I was trying to think. When did we? No, but when was the? When was the first disco show we went to? Was that last year or the first disco show? Um, the first disco show we went to, remember there was also Haskins versus Aspen. That had good momentum. And then it just kind of oh. stopped. Um, might be reasons for it. I don't know. But I think that was last year that happened because that was a good feud. But again, it's not this year, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, when I was looking at feuds, I think WrestleZone had... I don't know if I really remember because I was trying to think of other shows I'd been to. And again, it could just be the whole of... I didn't go to a lot of shows at the time where there was something really ongoing. Um, the only feud, for example, at the last show that I went to was Casey versus Hera. And that was it. Um, 
was in an actual feud, but yeah, I think I would have to say Damien and Ronan was interesting. It gave Ronan something different to like work towards, mm. since he's, he was quite new, gave him something to do. And then Damien, it was nice to see a different side of him, because since I'd been going to shows, I'd only ever saw him really as a champ. So to see like a different sure, side yeah. of him was interesting for me, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I think one that kind of got the legs cut out of it, under it because of, of just unfortunate things happened during it, I think uh, Archer Vago could have been something special. Yeah. But because of, I yeah. think, uh, Archer COVID during it, and so it just kind of ground to halt and it started back up for the Mosh Pit match at, at Anarchy. And then it really kind of fizzled out from that point onwards. I think they had the makings of a good feud, but didn't really mm-hmm. get the good feud. Because it started off hot with the with the turn in January at the Station Hotel. And then, uh, yeah, they kind of just kind of petered away. And we got main event Vago for three shows, which... Yeah, it's a shame because really like, there could have been more to it. It could have gave them both a bit more depth to try something new. Um and they just let it go. Which just seems to be a bit of a running theme with a lot of places just now, they just kinda let things go. Yeah. I mean it so it seems like a lot of companies are just going for one shop events. So it, it like like we're saying think of trying to think of feuds, but a lot of places are just going, This is the match, this is the, the card here. Cool. Next month, another place, this is the card here. There's no kind of interlinking pattern of, of stuff. I mean, you get that a little bit with Disco, but they only run like five shows a year. So you can't really get a proper thing going with it. Because I think uh, Judas and Ian are, have been starting something for the last three shows, but hasn't really went any, anywhere with it just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But whereas Wrestle yeah, so yeah, are there once a month, once every couple of months, so they, they've got that kind of through line to have a feud. To keep the stories going, and they use their core roster most of the time as well, so they're pretty much guaranteed to have them at each show, barring illness. So that's probably why they get the votes most of the time. They won last year with Dynamite, Damien, and Faith, uh, and Aspen over the title, which was great, which was a phenomenal year for all three. So uh, that's probably why they get the votes. So yeah, that's. Probably, I think yeah. so, but do you know what I would say? I think they've kind of dropped the ball with that though. Um, not just them, everyone. As you're saying, too many people are booking for the show and not long term, which though everyone's going to fizzle out fast because it's all good having a couple of good matches and stuff, whatever, right? But if you've got no investment in it, you're not going to want to go because take other shows, see if it's just like a couple of good matches, right? Might go, might not, but see if you're actually invested in something, you actually care about it, you'll then, you'll push yourself to go, you'll you'll change your plans to want to turn up, you'll go out your way to make sure to see it, and that's where you get someone long-term invested, and I want to go, I want to see the payoff for this, I want to have that emotion, like, you can watch good matches all day, but see if I'm not feeling anything behind it, it's just another good match, I probably won't remember anything about it, I think that's one of the issues I would say, like, um, Again, maybe I've just not been going to the right shows or seen the right things, but the later half of the year, there's just, we went on to feuds, there's no feuds, there's very little storylines, or the storylines that are either one-dimensional or you're like, oh, that's just for one show, so I don't care. Like, I think there needs to be a wee bit more of a investment in people, let people do their own thing, and I don't know what it is, it just seems to be a lot of just, just another random match. I think some companies like... Another random match. Like your your fair city and, and your pro two, they probably do a little bit more story wise because they they try to put out week like bi weekly or or bi monthly content. Um, but it, it's it's just trying to follow it, I suppose, a little bit here and there. Because uh, I think they had some stuff with the, the junior heavyweight title. They had uh, Ian Ambrose, Dicky Diver stuff going on. Um, so they probably they, they might be underrated. I'm sure we get plenty of votes for fair city because 
uh, once the vote opens, uh, the the Fair City fans are are fairly uh, loyal. They'll they'll throw in their their two two pence worth. Um, so th- maybe it's just what I've, I've missed a, a proper amazing feud that's happened in in there. But uh, I think our half year award winner was 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 from Fair City. I think it was Ian Ambrose, Dicky Divers, like I just mentioned. Um, and they had apparently some wild brawls. They had a ladder match as well over the title and and stuff. So. Yeah, maybe we're just we're not going to the night shows. That's, that's possibly it, and we'll we'll see the votes come in, and we'll go. Oh yeah, that happened. It whatever uh, this year. Yeah. Um, so, Kyle, did you throw in any? However, I think you've been quite quiet. Yeah, I, I can't really think any to be honest. Like, I mean, Damien and, and Roland's probably the the one um, with feuds. Like, and again, it's probably just a case of not paying attention to enough of them. Um, more than anything, I'm sure there's there's things happening. Um, but I guess a lot of a lot of companies obviously do like it on the show. So like show to show, they'll have like things that like change that they progress the story and stuff. So if you're not the show, and there's no way to watch online, or you can't, or you're you're not keeping up online or whatever, you're not going to see it. So I guess that could be a that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if, if I had to pick one, it would be a uh, Ronan and Damien with the whole uh, stabby stabby eye thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, like you say, for for storylines speaking, you get a ticket when when like the whole Army Arnica card came out, and and that match was announced. Like Kelly's usually just like she'll take the event as it comes, so she might come to one, she might not, but it's really down to what's on the show. And when we're going through the card for Army Arnica, she was like, "Yeah, I want to go because well, one Caleb won the Regal Rumble, so she wanted a ticket anyway." But uh, when she heard that match was on it, she was like, "Yeah, I need to, I need to see, I need to see David versus Ronan." And I had to explain to her what a blindfold match was, and she went, that's, "That's a stupid thing," and she was just shouting along and loving it. I, she's my gauge if a wrestling match is good, because she yeah. she she only goes to see it live. So if she likes it, then it's done what it needs to do. It's pulled the emotion it needs to. Because um, yeah. I've watched wrestling that long, I'm jaded, and I just want to see someone do something silly, and uh, that's why Captain Allen is one of my favorite wrestlers because he does very little. But what he does is amazing at the same time. Um, show of the year. So I mentioned earlier Regal Rumble for WrestleZone, which is the one that keeps coming back into my mind. So it's the one that I keep thinking, oh, it's my stick for one. I like to have the I think if I broke it down, I probably enjoyed that show more. But the Regal Rumble just kind of tickled me the right way with the Silver Rumble anyway. Caleb won it. Uh, we've got some silly bollocks with Mr. WrestleZone in it. Uh, we've got, we got uh, some silliness with, with Tucker Dawkins and Dynamite against, I think it was Aspen, uh, Caleb and Omar, I think maybe it was. Uh, so we've got we've got some shenanigans across the board and a good feel-good ending. So I'm putting Regal Rumble forward, uh, but there's been like I've, I've been to 10 shows this year, so I don't have a lot to really Work from. Well, do you want to go for advocate speaking first? I have two shows that come to mind, but I'll let you go first before I say mine. Yeah, so there's a, there's a few. Um, I think again, recency that that community pro show, the the second night with um, was the Ravy Thatcher for the title, Steg Aspen, um, Street Fight, the ladder match, yeah, women's title. Like there's there was so much on that show, um. That would, that was really good. Surprise, Joe Henry, of, of course. Um, that show really, really, really strong. Um, 
and it was a good mix of like just fun matches and then like overly extreme stuff obviously like the ladders and all that and the street fight and then obviously the story stuff was like the the whole Thatcher and Davies thing um, so you've got that obviously Bleeding Gums for me is, is up there but again that's a very niche thing so I understand um, if you're not a deathmatch wrestling fan that, that's probably not on your list but um, for a deathmatch show it was really 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 good um, and I, I said this kind of when I was talking about the match um, with Alton Thorne and Jack Harrop every match was different which again in the deathmatch scene you don't see a lot of it's yeah. just like light tubes, light tubes, everything. Whereas every match had a different thing and like everything was quite unique, which I know Andrew kind of spoke about on, on here. Um that was his plan and it, it came through, which was nice. Um so there was that. Um and then if we're going back, I think that disco show, the uh, the excellent adventure one, um yeah. was was probably the most fun show of the year. Um and it was it was not a good mix of like Fun matches, like, um, obviously, like, exciting stuff, like, fun stuff. And then you had your big thing at the end, obviously, with Gene winning the title. So it was like a, it was like one of those shows that was just a mixed bag yeah. of just goodness. So, yeah, I think that, that's probably a three for me that would be up there. Well, you've kind of taken my two, but in a nice way, because I was going to say my, my two were... Or are sorry the the disco show the the excellent adventure because as you said it had a bit of everything it was so strange but in the best way no one it was like one of those shows you know just didn't take itself seriously and that's what made it fun it was just like it was just such a fun show to go at um again a bit embarrassed for me because I took my mum to that show. My mum's not been to a wrestling show since like two thousand and four. We went to like a SmackDown house show. Right, my mum used to love wrestling, hadn't been in years because Kyle was like at that show. I took her and she turned around, she was like, This is so much fun. Like she was invested again, as you were saying with Kelly, the fact that my mum was so invested in people and situations that she had no idea what was going on. She just knew them as people, this person's pretty all right, whatever and stuff. And she left it being like, This is exactly what I needed just now. Um, and the second one is actually the bleeding gums as well. And this one I'm a bit different from Kyle. I'll watch it if like if a deathmatch shows on, I'll watch it. But one of my biggest things is I'm not as invested in it as like Mark and Kyle and stuff because something I don't like. I don't like death matches for the sake of death matches. I don't like people just hurting themselves. But there's no story to it, right? I'm bit like I'm one of those guys. Like I get it, I appreciate it, I understand the work and all that because isn't it? It's a it's a niche. It's not always for me. But see when it's just here's a weapon for the sake of a weapon. I don't like that. It's no for me. I can't sit down and watch that. Whereas this show, there was a combination, not everything with a death match, which I thought gave something for everyone. And then there was a different type of death match for everyone. Every like theme, we'll call it a theme or sort of thing, like it was for a reason. Like everyone had it. It suited the people that were in the match. It really showcased their strengths. There was a reason behind it. And for me, someone who can who can take or leave one of those shows, if I liked it. I'm using me as a benchmark. It was actually, it had something for everyone. Um, that's why I'm excited for the next one. And I never thought I'd see the day where I was buzzing for, for Deathmatch Wrestling. So I have to, like, biased or no biased, I have to put them two up there. Um, so yeah. go back to what we've had this year. So Fair City got a couple of show of the month, uh, month awards. Uh, Regal Rumble, Disco's Excellent Adventure, Avni Anarchy, uh, 
Disco's debut Livingston got one. ICW Shug's House Party 8 got a, got a, a, oh, yeah. a vote. Um, Impact's UK Invasion in Glasgow. Bleeding Gums won the November uh, show of the month. And uh, Fife Pro Wrestling as well, or now Power Pro, um, they got September's. So there's, there's been a good mix of of winners this year for the month, for the show of the month. So that's, again, just further kind of cements that shows are consistently good in Scotland at the moment. Yeah. It means we, between the three of us, we mentioned about three, at least three to four shows that that we've enjoyed mm-hmm. attending. So um, just makes it makes it nice and difficult for people to vote, which is always good, yeah. always interesting, because the worst than seeing 100 votes come in and it's 99 for one thing and then one for something else. Uh, right, so that's where are we up to uh, for most of the year. So a new category that we've got this year is poster of the year, show poster, because I see some great posters and it really it was kind of um, jumped off with uh, Power Pro putting out there Twas the Night Before Christmas 2 uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Twas the Night Before Wrestling 2 uh, with, with the Home Alone kind of theme, uh, which I think is what they used last year uh, as well, but just different people on it um, but even with that being said it's probably Discovery Wrestling's excellent adventure though, isn't it? For best 100% year. Yeah. There's no other one, see when I saw that I was like, no way and see the video that went off the back of it as well I was on Instagram being like, this is the best thing I've ever saw in my life. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Um, it made me want to go and rewatch the movies as well. Yeah, so this might be a, a, a category that I only put out once. Like, uh, I think I put Ring Announcer of the Year out a few years back and just everyone voted for Simon Cassidy. So I think this might be a one, a one and done year, but I'll, I'll see what comes through. But nothing. Sorry, that's on my pizza. <laughs> but yeah, nothing really I can think of comes close to that excellent adventure poster so yeah i'll be interested to see whether votes come in uh unless kyle you're thinking of of one no um <laughs> i mean the, most most have been consistently good like, there's not been as much writers um as there are probably because a lot of people have realized that um bear hug's probably the, the best place to get your posters um instead of just having random guys to that um but a spade's a spade daily right if 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 the man makes a good poster, he makes a good poster. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm. I will say next year though might be interesting with ICW moving to like a standalone show sort of thing, rather than having Fight Club tapings. You could actually get some interesting posters there because I remember back in the day, you used to have some good ones. They used to have have fun ones um, when they were doing that sort of thing. So you never know. I think a lot of a lot of companies now just do the the standard, don't that? Here's the people on the show. Here's the name. Here's what it is. Um, yeah. So that's why the excellent adventure one was probably a standout because it was a bit unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a show poster I sent sent you recently, though. I mean, like I said, there has, has been some some writers, but uh, uh, the, the one I've seen recently that looked like it was. I mean, I, I like I said to you, I understood the reference to it. I absolutely understood the reference to it, but when you look at it, it looks like a terrorist event, and it's it's not it's not a good post. It's not in this day and age. What? You can't put that post right. Yeah, like if you see the poster that it's, it's referenced to, yes, yeah. it looks like it, but it does also look like a terrorist event. So yeah, that, that'll be uh, that'll be for your your fun to see later. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's there's much I could really 
add to the poster of the year because yeah, probably gonna be a one and done. But I think the the ones the the ones that Power Pro or Fair, uh, Fife Pro have been putting out pretty good ones this year as well. Um, for their for their few shows they've done, but Bear Hugs pretty pretty shit hot with with their posting. Even if it's just the standard pile of guys in the middle, here's the logo kind of thing. They, they're still pretty good to look at. Um, that you want to kind of get it and just put it on your wall or something like that or 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 what have you. So yeah. Uh, so before we go into like future stuff like ones to watch and all that, um, we have podcast of the year now. As someone who has had to be part of all of them, I probably have got a bit more of a scope on which ones I actually liked. Uh, well, I like I liked most of them. I liked, I liked all of them this year. I think uh, there were some there there was some duffers. I'll be I, I won't be uh, I won't be naming who, but there, there was a few shite ones this year. Uh, but for myself, I'm going to throw it Ian Skinner, uh, where okay we. We were due to talk about Goldmember, and I did not watch the film again. And I thought we were just dick about for an hour or so. But he came with notes, and we really got in depth about Goldmember. So that's that's up there for me. Uh, same with Alex Webb. I, again, I only really want to record for about an hour, even though that we're, we've been out for about an hour and a half, um, about Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think. We talked about the first two for two hours. They really only really tagged on the third film at the end. Uh, Grado, because I got Grado. Yes. Really much more than that, even though it was a shite of an episode because uh, Jack had, was having a dick of a night and, uh, and Grado just went, I'm free now. I was like, oh no. So I'd leave Kelly <laughs> with, with Jack crying. But yeah, I'm going to go speak to Grado. So, uh, bye. Um, so that was, that was a panic 45 minutes of my life. Um, Scottish Hottie again because I got Scottish Hottie on the show and he was really nice um, yes, so put that in there and Casino Brutal because again they were really nice and they were just a good laugh to have on the show so it's been a fairly strong couple seasons this year five and six uh, all things considered when I was trying to end the year thinking I'm going to do it again I think I'm done now because I'm now a grown up and I've got a child but I've got Ravy Davy this year as well so yeah, it's been pretty good. Mike Bondo. He did okay. Oh, and uh, Halloween Hijinks, the quiz. I'll throw that one in there oh, as yeah. well. I did not about that quiz. I tried to play along and I did, I did not score very well. But we all learned something really important. And uh, Judas looks like a fan of Twilight. That's... He really does. Doesn't he? I've never saw Twilight. Neither have I. But that his reaction to that is the funniest thing that's probably happened this year. Never read the books either. That that's that's it. It's like it's but if you look at him though, you wouldn't be surprised, you know. Yeah, you probably like vampires yeah. and shit, don't you? Um which is probably why he Which is probably why he gave me a little bit of extra extra sauce when he threw his fucking jumper in my face. Uh at uh at Christmas Chaos. <laughs> Oh, do you, want, do you want a fun fact? Um, see at Community Pro um, the second night, um, he obviously threw his jumper into the out of the ring before the, the ladder match, and someone just assumed they could take it home with them. Um, and apparently went we walked past him and went, oh thanks, and then he was like oh whatever. Um, so yeah, you almost didn't even get that jumper thrown at you because um, it almost was just somewhere in Glasgow. 
Of course, someone tried to take it. Because I was about to say the same, even though I'm up in the northeast, <laughs> and like, of course, had to. I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> Um, otherwise, uh, the day of birth bonanza, it's always a, a fucking riot because that one broke down very quickly where we started off really well because it was like 27 degrees. We all got all really hot and annoyed at, at each other uh, for being there. So I think I, I told Alex Webb to fuck off at one point, you know, big time YouTuber, uh, Alex Webb, tell him to, to, to fuck off was good fun. Um, we have Moose on this year as well for anyone who's trying to think of other ones. Uh, Joey no, Legend. Best one though, like your best podcast of the year, hands down, was Fraser Garvin. That was that was a good episode. I'll I'll give yes, absolutely. That was that right. was a great episode. Like this one. Of yeah, favorite yep. part of all that was like, well, actually, I've got a specific favorite part, and I'll I'll clear up in a minute. But the my favorite part was just you mentioned the roller coaster thing, like just completely like, like as if it was normal, right? But obviously, we've known known for a while, so like that's just a normal statement. But obviously, yeah. you didn't know this, so you were just like, wait, wait what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you were a roller coaster crash. Like, well, that was like the first time you told me, and I went, sorry, what a roller coaster crash? And he was like, yeah. And then this is a part where my brain wants to ask questions it probably shouldn't. So I was like, Kaylee, don't ask about all these things because the poor man may have PTSD. But he's he's alright. But I answered them. That that was a that was a wild yeah. uh, Google. That was... Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my favorite part of that episode was um, when he he told the story about Terry Garvin and the being the king of catch because he was a fisherman and all that, which. No, that's true. Um, <laughs> and that was the like I was I was sitting on the couch, pissing myself laughing, because I'm sitting there going, "His dad's not a fisherman. What is he talking about?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I well, that's a fisherman and that stuff. But that, that's where they got the name for King of Catch and all that stuff." And I'm like, "That's not true either, because it was Aspen that was the King of Catch." And that was oh, it was a whole thing. I was that that made me laugh. That genuinely tickled me. Oh. Uh, so okay, that's uh, I, I, that was yeah, that was a, a great episode. Just because it's one of those why everyone every time I put out a list going or, or a question going, who do you want on? Fraser was always mentioned. I was like, he's only had like five matches. Why would I don't want to speak to him at this point? Give him a little bit more. And then uh, I that weekend he won the junior heavyweight title or X title, whatever the fuck it's called a bop. Um, so I was like, perfect, excellent time. And then we got the roller coaster story, which was yeah. top ten stories of the year. Um. We had Andrew leading gums as well. Uh, that was that was yeah. That's that's a great that video episode one. to watch. Just to watch me squirm. That's a a good yeah. one. Um, of the on location stuff, the ninety seconds I had Ronan King, where he immediately called wrestling fans cunts. That's probably I wouldn't say it's a contender to win, but it's certainly an episode. It's certainly a thing that happened during the during the year. Um, but it was beautiful. Do you know what we've not spoke about? Because we did mention earlier was um, the Aspen and Caleb um, build up to the, the Anarchy match where you did an ad read about your balls while they just sat there and were like, what the fuck? And they asked a lot of questions about them. As that, well. was, that was my favourite part. They started asking, like, oh, so what does that do? What I, does learned, that mean? I, I learned too much about that episode. Well, the episode before that was Scotty Swift. And that's when I got the sponsorship and I opened the, the, the gambit with Dad with, how are your balls, Scotty? So... You know, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not saying that that 
sponsors sponsors are knocking down my door but i don't think they will if they hear how i do the ad reads that's why i now just do for the audio version it'd be like a 20 second bit at the start of the episode so it's only on the audio versions now you say that right but um controversially i'm a a jump connect guy right um which is ironic considering how much love death matches um but on his podcast his ad reads are so bad that like they're entertaining and people actually listen to them instead of skipping over them so maybe you're onto something if people are like, what the fuck's this? Can I have a laugh with it? Controversial. Yeah. Meets cash. I'm going to get a drink quick one. Two seconds. Enjoy that. Cool. But um, yeah, that, the, especially like Ian brings a different vibe for the ad reads because he does the research and it terrifies me because he starts asking me loads of questions yeah. like you've like we have dealt with this evening. Uh, he asks loads of questions about it and tries to pump up the ad and I'm just like, I don't know. I've just got the information in front of me. I, that's That's all I've got. SWN20, manscaped.com, 20% off. Uh, well, if you enjoy it, you do what you have to do. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. respect you. I mean, it works. This year for you. Uh, to be honest, I don't really use this for what it's meant to. I use it to shave my head because I'm a bald man and it's very, quite thin up here, so it's quite easy just to... <laughs> just you to... can't use your bald <laughs> for my head. If it's good for your bald, it's good enough for your head. I suppose so. It's for sensitive skin. And... Uh, it all works. So yeah, fantastic. It was free. So get twenty percent off if you go to basket.com. Anywho, um, it's on my desk. That really shouldn't be there. There, there, there. there. Conversation. I know far too much. So there's another cat I get and ate my pizza. They are course. they are our cats. Like I realized Kelly said that as if like a random cat. Another cat's just showed up. <laughs> I've left yeah, the door open. Sebastian has made yeah, Sebastian's came in like three times and smacked me with her tail, and Captain's just confused that we're sitting here. He's like, "What he's doing?" So he'll probably come over at some point. Yeah, no, I've probably got Sandy outside my door here, just just like looking at the door, going, "You should be in bed." What? What's after nine o'clock? You should be in bed. Why are you here? <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're onto the one to watches. So much like the wrestler of the year, I'm merging the one to watch male and one to watch female category into one. Uh, again, do a top 10 of who's getting voted for. Oh, we haven't done promotion of the year. We'll go to promotion of the year and then we'll do once to watch. Uh, promotion of the year. So, last few years, it's been, it was WrestleZone last year, which of course, uh, Avery Wagathon bias. That's why it won. No other reason other than putting on consistent shows to do that the whole year. Um, past winners have been Discovery Wrestling, ICW, Discovery Wrestling, ICW. So, Probably WrestleZone or Community Pro. I'd probably put it as my, my two. Maybe Fair City as well, because they, they seem to be put on consistent shows in general. So that'd be my top three I'd throw out there. I love that, I love that you picked three out of the four promotions that you've seen this year. Um, Sorry, the one's just left out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's a tough one um, because, you know, from a from a pal perspective, you know, I'll, I'll share bleeding gums, but they've done one show. Um, so, I mean, WrestleZone have been consistent again. Um, personally, for me, I felt like and I feel bad. I missed the last couple of shows, so like, I, I can't really give an opinion on how the year ended. Um, but I feel like it was the classic. Like Anarchy was good, and then we we sort of just milled out a wee bit, and obviously there's a ramp up to like the Rumble. So. Um, but overall, I think it was a good year. 
the CPW shows that I've been to have all been really good. I've not seen them have a bad show. Um, Because yeah. we obviously saw them, did the show at Mount Vernon, where we got uh, Ronan and Connor tag teaming for the first time um, with I've, with their lap dancing gimmick. Yeah, they lap danced on me. What a uh, time in my life. I'm trying to think of other... The Iron Girder shows have sort of been really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been quite consistent, to be honest. I think across the board, everything I've seen has been mostly positive. Disco shows have been good. Um, but again, I think like, Disco haven't really blown me away, particularly with shows apart from that excellent adventure show. And then they don't really put on a lot of shows. So it's hard to be like, yeah. Joey, um, no, don't lick the garlic and herb. Well, that's the good. thing. Um... Same you're saying that disco's always this is like to their detriment, I suppose. Disco's always at a consistent level. Where, like I said earlier on, because everything's at a consistent level, it doesn't always stand out because that it's it's gave itself its calibre. Does that make sense? Like whereas if a show has peaks and troughs, when it has a better show than the last one, you really think about it being like it's better. Whereas any disco show I've been to, I've really enjoyed it start to finish. It's hard about everything. And it's been its own lane. Disco's very different from the other ones, I suppose. Um, WrestleZone, again, same as what Kyle said. Um, always enjoy it for so many reasons. It's been really good. Again, didn't go to the last two shows, so I can only comment from what I saw online. But the only thing I would say from what I saw online, I don't know. Just there's a wee, a wee something was missing. It might have been because I wasn't there, but I feel like there's just something like... No, but what I mean is like, for a while there was just a spark and something really like drawn me in and I felt like there was nothing, there was no matches beforehand that I was like, that's a match I really want to see, that was a, or some match I'm going to see rather than a match I want to see. And I feel like for so many shows there was at least one standout match that I couldn't wait to see. And for the two we couldn't go to, maybe because I wasn't going, I didn't think about it so deeply, but there was no match that I thought, oh, I really can't wait to see that. I was like, oh, it's, I'm missing it, I'm gutted, but all right, okay. Um... And then going on to, again, Iron Girders. Like, Community Pro has been good. I've only been a few of them. Really enjoyed what I saw. And then Iron Girders. Maybe I've got a soft spot, only because it's, like, the first shows my little sister that I've been to. Never been to wrestling shows with my sister before. And the fact that I see her being younger and really liking it and kind of seeing, like, a lot of me when I was younger. And I wish that I had someone that would do that with me sort of thing. See, when I see her get invested, like, she was sitting at her first show. <gasps> oh, my God. What? What's going on? And she was, like, on the edge of her seat. And that's someone who didn't like wrestling before. And that show made her feel that way. So I kind of have a bit of a soft spot. They are good, but I feel like maybe I think they're better than what they are because I spend most of my time, it's and heavy creepy, watching her watching the show because I just love seeing how she reacts. Like, So they make it everything feel a bit better. But I think all of them have not saw bad shows this year. Like, I, I get that because, like I've said earlier, for, for watching matches, if, if Kelly enjoys it, I know that they've done the... I'm going to enjoy it anyway because I'm, I'm, I want to see wrestling. But if she's enjoying it, then I know that it's it's done what it needs to do because they've got someone who only sees a few shows a year and they watch it in telly. They don't do any of that kind of stuff. They just watch what they see. And uh, yeah. it, it shows that. Uh, you mentioned our girders. They won our one to watch promotion last year. And it sounds like every show you see or hear about, they just seem to put on good shows. So it's uh, another one that's probably consistent each year, each, uh, each show uh, as well. So yeah, another another bulge out so but um like you said so i haven't really heard many bad shows the ones that, that i covered anyway uh for the website so um it's been a fairly like like you said i don't think there's many shows really that's blown blow my mind going oh this is the greatest show i've ever seen ever 
but they've they've always been good at the very least. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's just because we're we're now two full years into the show's returning after the pandemic, so it's kind of settled a little bit. Like last year, we were just excited to see wrestling again, and now we're kind of being able to go to shows whenever we can afford to and, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's just this stagnated, but just kind of just settled down because uh, we can go. There's no major like, oh, I need to wear a mask to go to the show kind of shit, um, which, I mean, sometimes it works for smelly people. But, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was, yeah. Anyway, right, ones to watch. So, yeah, merging the categories last year, one to watch male was Ronan King. And for one to watch female, it was Moxie Malone. Um, Moxie went on to win the YGPW King of the Fling. Um, at the time of recording, she's got a match at Fear and Loathing for the, the ICW Women's World title. So that's, that was a pretty good, solid shout from the, the voters to put Moxie Malone as the, as the winner for that. Uh, Ronan is fantastic. Hasn't really got the accolades and the titles to, to go with it. But whenever you see a Ronan King match, you know you're in for a good time uh, somehow. So i probably put Ronan forward again. So I think 2024 is going to be a proper good year for him. But I'm also going to put Judas Gray forward as the as my other shout because I think now he's properly properly getting out there. I mean, what well, his debut was at Wrestle Carnival, so that's a pretty big deal in the first place. But I think he's now kind of venturing out towards the back end of the year around Scotland and Disco and, and Community Pro and WrestleZone. So yeah, I think Judas is probably one that people should be keeping an eye on for 2024. Um, anyone else you can think of? Oh, oh, Daisy Jenkins. I'll throw Daisy Jenkins as well because I, I have a real soft spot for Daisy Jenkins. So, yeah, that would be my two kind of year two picks. I would totally agree. We were kind of saying the same. We were mm -hmm. saying that they all um, stand out because Roland, I don't know if he was still class in that category. He's been kind of in about it and he's done a lot this year. Judas has been really interesting. Um, again, it's the same thing. I'm quite, I love when someone's got their own lane, their own vibe, and this is like, there's no one else doing it, like Judas is doing it. Um, I know we slagged him earlier on, so it was like Twilight, right? I, whatever. But no, but on a serious, like, he's got his own lane, and I like that. It's something different. We're not just seeing the same generic new guy starting out doing the same thing, whatever that, like, he stands out straight away, and you're like, I know exactly who that is. I know where he's going with it. I, I see what's happening here. I think that's good, and he's obviously got the moves in that to to back it up that moonsault. Um, when I saw your photos of it, um, I was like, "Sweet damn, um, that was good." Um, who else would I say? What's his name again? I'm so bad, I forgot his name. Um, basically, anyone that's trained with Joe Henry, who's the guy that comes out with the gloves again? The Ryan Richards. <laughs> Ryan Richards. Oh. I can't remember his name. That's so bad. The guy with the, the glove man. Um, the man with the gloves. Yeah, him. Um, he's he's really interesting too. I kind of like his sort of um, I don't know his vibe. It's a whole thing. Like I, I don't know if it's just getting so late now that my brain is just not putting words to my mouth. Um, but again, he's got his own vibe, and I'm like, okay, he's different. He's interesting. But when he actually steps in the ring, he can back himself up, and I think that's a. There should probably be um, wrestling school of the year because you could put a thing in there saying that anyone that's been to Joe Henry's schools yeah. has, mm -hmm. you can tell a Joe Henry student a mile away and you can tell who's been there. You can see the lads. Like, even then, like, I know, like, um, just anyone that has talked about being there, like, you can be like, okay, I see the influence. I see how you're wrestling and you already 
are at a different calibre to the other guys in the show. Um, and it just stands out. And I think they've got a really good ethic on how they do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, they all seem really nice lads. I, don't, I haven't saw anyone that's been from that sort of crop that's been a bit of a dick. But I quite like yeah. the guys from I mean, Joe School. So guys from Joe School online on, on their social media as well, they're they're fully invested. Like even if, if they are gonna be if they're they're arseholes generally, like Rob Stowe, for example, he's being the he's the big bad guy in disco at the moment. Um but like but you know when you speak to him out with the wrestling environment, you know he's a good lad. The same with Judas, even though you'll hate that I'm, I'm saying that. Um and same with uh with, with Ryan as well. Um again, you'll hate that I'm saying that. But when you see what they the they kind of bring that social media aspect that you know the character of them before you see them, before you see them on a show. They they sell a ticket because of their personality, which is it's a whole that's, that's a Joe Hedry thing, right? That's what you need because I'm not being funny, right? Being a good wrestler is great, and as I said earlier on, like you can have good matches and good shows. That's cool, but that's not enough. Like having the online presence, you know who they are. I am invested in the person. So as you said earlier on, you will travel to see someone because you know about them. That's what you want to see. That's like, again, like put it out there. That was like back in the day. Kyle was trying to get me to go to wrestling. Not sure. Then um, Vago started doing his podcast. So then I started seeing like the guys, their personality coming across doing this. I was like, actually, everyone seems pretty like interesting. I want to go and see now, see what these guys are actually like as wrestlers because now I feel like I know them. Like, like who they are a wee bit and stuff and that's the whole thing like at the end of the day we're I'm going to pure, sound pure deep for people you want to know who you're getting invested in you want to see like are they actually putting it on there so when you see them online they're the guys you want to see um, whereas someone who you just see casually you're like they might be good but I don't know anything about you so I just don't care or they're uh, memorable but these guys are probably going to go pretty far because um, yeah. they've got it down it also helps promoters see them people how can people be expected to be booked in other places if no one knows who they are like True. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the, I think that's the interesting thing about his school is because it's not like associated with a company per se. Obviously, he's close with like a lot of companies like Disco and stuff where he works anyway. But like, there's not a, it's not like a promotions school, so you'll only see them in those shows. It's like, okay, you can wrestle now. Let's go and see wherever we can get you booked. Um, another one of his guys, Monstrum, um, is one of the probably the the biggest prospects in terms of a big guy on the on the Scottish scene. I think that's something that maybe we've been lacking a wee bit. Um and Crusher was obviously the the big guy, the big monster. Um so he it's good to kinda of have something like that again. Um but yeah I think we've kind of mentioned other people. I think Ronan being based in Glasgow now is a huge thing. I think we'll see a lot more of him um in different companies across Central Belt. Just because it's easier to to get to, you know what I mean? Um so uh, yeah, I've got a feeling twenty twenty four is gonna be a big year for him. Um, so yeah, that's that's the ones I've I've got my eyes on. Yeah, I mean he was Ronan. Uh, the episode will be out by the time this one goes out. But he was saying on on when we were speaking that yeah, he's about twenty minutes away from or up to an hour away from pretty much everything on the central belt. So attitude pro, community pro, discovery, uh, just about everything that that he can. He's about like ten minutes away from the community pro school. Not that far away from Joe Henry. So he's he's planting himself. In a position where he can literally take a train to any promotion that he can go to, um, or take a bus or whatever he needs to do, and in that time he, he takes that time to, to study and and work on other things, and um, he's definitely a guy that that people should be looking to get on their shows. Twenty years old, ridiculously talented, charismatic, 
he stopped swearing at shows now, which is good. You know, um, first where that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> it was the second show ever, wasn't it? The second show. His, his second show, yeah, the one I missed. Like, well, I was there for, but I missed him swearing until I looked back and went, "How the fuck did I miss him swearing?" Because I was right, I was right there next to him, pretty much, and he was fucking oh. tremendous. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, Ronan. Even though he did win it in twenty twenty two, I think he's a good shout for for this year as well. And like I mentioned, Judas, uh, I mentioned Daisy Jenkins as well. She's just someone I I really enjoy her again. Her social media work. Because she goes that that throwback eighties vibe, and it's really striking to look at and see. Um, of the women, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I like Ellie Armstrong as well as our character. Quite uh, interesting to see where she goes with kind of how she draws in the the veganism for the for the heel stuff, and then just the the plant based hippiness for the for the face side of things. Yeah. So I think that's really good. I mean, she's a vegan anti Swift fan, right? <sighs> Come on. If that's not the mo- the biggest monster heel in the world, well, let's, let's go. Not Taylor Swift fan. Do you know what I think it's interesting, again, say, to take it from the women's side of it? Um, again, I'm going to drop it again. The fact that there's people that Bailey really enjoys and Bailey's like, oh, I want to know more about them. Um, it's interesting. So Bailey really liked Ellie because um, she was, when they did the show over the fort, like the outdoor shopping centre at hours, and Bailey was like, oh, who's she? Like, really interested, really like it and stuff. Um, who else is it she liked? She likes Angel Hayes, but she's been doing it for a while, so that doesn't count. She loves Casey. That doesn't count. Casey's been, she can't be enough and coming. She's no. done it all. Um, but again, things like that, I think it's really interesting to see it from um, from like a young girl who's potentially looking at wrestling. I think that's interesting to see who stands out for her as well. Absolutely. Good. Um, tag team, one to watch. Last year was the Fair City Saints. I think we've, we've, we've pretty much covered a lot of it in the in the the tag team of the year uh, chat. Um, mine would probably be guys like Casino Brutal, uh, Arcade Violence would probably be thrown in there as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of other um, like ones to watch, Skull Brawl, I suppose we could throw them in there as possibly because now they're teaming in Discovery and seems to be in WrestleZone as well. Um, see what Connor and Ronan do uh, the yep. year upcoming year. Um, I suppose because Davey will probably point out, Tag Team of the Year, I probably should have mentioned the Govan team as well uh, uh, when we were talking, because they're just kind of mental for them. Uh, but yeah, one, um, one to watch. Yeah, that's probably a couple I'd throw in there. So, uh, Gervins, the Gervin boys. The Gervin boys. That's true, actually. I um, forgot they were tagging together now. Up and coming, brand new to the scene, The Purge. Shut Hello. up. Shut up. They're, they're new. I think they're new. I don't have no idea from him. Um, um, who else? The, the coffee's still cutting a bit. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, NXT. Full of promotions. Anyway, no, uh... let's not. Um, I'm really excited for for the two you said there. Let's just move on. Um, I think the Connor and Ronan thing is is going to be great. Like everyone knows, they two work amazing together. Interesting though, because. I know it was kind of like for a while everyone kind of said that would be a perfect tag team and I felt like Connor was starting to get so much momentum like they were really um, they were really angling towards something was going to happen they were going to push him and now it's Ronan and I don't know I think they'll they'll do well together but for me I was excited to see what Connor was going to do on his own Connor had so much to give and with again him training in different places I think he's doing so much to 
put in another tag team where he mm. just came out of a tag team. Not just out, I know it's been a while, but really, what has he got to do in that time period? I feel like he's not really had a lot of kind of filler matches here and there, and the matches he's had have been really good. Like, I'm not dismissing that, but he's not had anything to really work towards. He's not really had a real feud. He won the, the sort of, like, ladder match, and they just had the match, and that was it. Like, sure. nothing really came of it, do you know what I mean? I think he needs he needs something a bit, um, a bit more, do you know what I mean? And I don't think Ronan's not going to hold him back. I think, ironically, even though they'll be really good together, I think they're going to hold each other back. I think they could do more on their own. I will. I will say though, the one thing I, I think is is maybe a thing with Connor. I've not realised it until now. Um, I think he suffers a little bit from Zach Dynamite syndrome, which is that he was presented as a good guy, but he does look a bit of a prick sometimes, right? Mm. And I, I love Connor, right? So I, I, I'm sure he'll accept that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, like he's he's too nice. He's too like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's too nice. That's why people should hate him. It's like when Zach Dynamite used to do this, like back in like twenty thirteen. He'd come out, and he'd be like, I like that guy, but he'd be like, yeah, Aye. let's go. Ke- Kelly hated him. Ke- Kelly then... thought he looked so sleazy. Uh, there's that. That's the thing. And I think see if they just let Connor, he could he could do it as well. Um, Skullbro can't wait. Like honestly, see if it's just for the video alone. Don't even need to wrestle. Wrestling will be good. Don't even care about that part. I'm just invested in the stories that we're getting from them. These videos, like oh, love them. Every time I see that they've uploaded a new video together, I'm like, right, get it watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny. Um, so yeah, I think it's 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 gonna be an interesting one. I think, like you said, the Kelly, you were saying that the the just in general, twenty twenty four. End of 2023 seems to have fizzled out for a lot of things, but 2020 has built up a lot for 2024. I think that's the same yeah. for tag teams as well. Um, because hopefully we see the likes of Casino Brutal maybe make their way up up our end of the, the country, even if it's against like because foundation versus Casino Brutal is money on the table somewhere. Um, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's happened as a two on two anywhere, but um, that's I think that's that would be class. Um, should mention the outfit as well, maybe because they they went from a team that I don't think many people really cared about because they were kind of the lackeys for the majority of 2022 and then they, they got Ted back and the crowd somehow embraced them because they were up against absolute bastards that were the foundation of the future and they won the tag titles at, at Christmas Chaos so I'd give them a shout possibly that, that they may sneak in somewhere uh, whether it's the tag team of the year or one to watch where someone will, uh, whether Ted will vote for himself I don't know uh, we'll we'll see if I think. Um, not that I know. I don't keep email addresses, so I won't be able to know if it's Ted O'Keefe at AOL.com um, that, that votes. <laughs> I like Ted. Just about. I think I, I like I like making fun of him more. You know, I think it's just that kind of relationship we have. Mm-hmm. I hope that hope he agrees. I hope he knows it's a good fun or he blocks me again. Uh, one to watch promotion. So. Last year was Iron Girders. Um, in the past, it's been Fair City Wrestling. Uh, WrestleZone's been in there. Fierce Females. Oh, my Fierce Females. That was a thing. Uh, it was 2020. <laughs> so, uh, this year, um, try to think of one. I don't know, really. Um, a lot of promotions are bleeding gums, I suppose, would be one you'd throw in there. Is, is the yeah. Everybody else is, is established. I will say I think if if you're taking away like new promotions, obviously that's pretty much 
uh, I know obviously Attitude Pro is a relatively new promotion. Um, if you're thinking about like maybe more established promotions that are like hoping to maybe take a next step, I think you know CPW will be an interesting one because yeah. I think their their goals this year was just to, like have more shows and be more consistent with that sort of thing. And I think they've knocked out the park. So I think the fact that they've got Santino Morella booked already for next year says like their mission statement for next year is just to go bigger. Um, you could actually say, and this isn't something I say often, be interesting to see what ICW do. Seems yes. they're changing their whole True. thing. Like We can call a spade a spade, like we used to go all the time, fail off from it and stuff, whatever. But I think it's interesting that they've they finally looked in the mirror and realised where they're at. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel they were, they were... Like, it just wasn't working for a while. And that was a big thing. It just wasn't working what they were doing. I think they really, like, back to the drawing board and realised what actually made them them. So I'd be interested to see how it plays out when they do their like, sort of one-off shows. Because that could be something, again, there's that gap in the market with the... You have a lot you have a lot of family friendly shows just now, which is class. You don't really have much else. That's why it's interesting. We've now got bleeding gums. We've now potentially got ICW back to have that bit more of a grittier wrestling, because we are missing it. We had loads of it for a while and then we've got none. Um for for many reasons. Um but it could be good to see what happens when that comes back. Is that going to be another sort of like gap? So I would say they're one to watch. I mean, I think well, CC, um, CCW obviously changed to Valor um, Pro Wrestling or whatever it is now, um, which makes sense because half their shows aren't in Copenhagen anymore. Um, that could be an interesting one with the rebrand and like they're doing a lot more shows in the UK mm -hmm. um, between like the North East England and obviously like um, Central Belt, um, dependent on the random venues they run, whether it's Kirk and Tullock or Loch Winnock or the Grand Opry in Glasgow. Um, it's a great venue, by the way. Yeah, that show looked fun. To Great be venue. I saw did a drag show the other week. It looked amazing too. So yeah, I mean, they're they're possibly one as well. Um, last, yeah. Oh, and W3L as well, because you see they were announced that uh, they're now putting special events on the Progress on demand. So I saw that. We'll see if if, if bringing in more Progress guys to their shows because that uh, was it Tate Mayfair's Nina uh, Samuel. So they're they're bringing in established talent from progress onto their shows which yeah i think that would be that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on and see who they bring bring up for for them and, and yeah. see how that relationship goes because imagine the madness mm -hmm. of i mean they come up to elgin twice a year but um the, the thought of like seeing i don't know uh looking sharp against cara noir or something you know so you just like sitting there going, huh? this is mental why is this happening uh but because of that relationship this, there's that possibility and vice versa Looking sharp on progress. I can go for it. Why not? I mean, they they book a few guys that I, I like. Like obviously you've got Iceman and Jack, um, that they've they've had on shows recently, um, who are some of the soundest guys you'll ever meet. Um I've, am I right in saying or is it is it valid that I've had Lou Nixon? Um I know that there's a couple of promotions that have been bringing him up as well. Like both, just yeah. Folk, yeah, folk that you don't necessarily see a lot of. In Scottish wrestling, which is nice because you get you obviously get the same old people that everyone brings up from England. Um, but then like, if you look at it, like you've got like Disco got G Money, which is quite unique to them, like no one else really books him yeah. in Scotland. And like it's nice to see some new faces in places because it gives you a reason to watch it. 
It's nice. It feels like see the end of this year and beginning of next year. It's as if like it's going back to that area. There was kind of a only a couple of places wrestling kind of took a bit of a lull again, but we're starting to get that vibe back. Like there starts to there seems to be a bit of a hype around wrestling again. And sometimes, ironically, you need to have some people that are only in one area. Again, I'm going to mention the ISW. That was one of their things. It was people you could only see them at their shows, so you'd go out your way to see them because they was where they were. Um, and you've got that and I think there's there's a level like sometimes wrestles on I think something that's good but also at their detriment they have the same people all the time which is class but I think some of their configurations they've kind of ran as far as they can with some of the configurations I would love to see a wee bit of a fresh meat in there mm-hmm. um, just to give it a new spark so there's the, the it's leveling out but again having more of these places that have like a working relationship where you'll get maybe exclusives a reason to tune into them it's only it can only do great do you know what i mean like it'll give you something to watch yeah we've got like iron girdles have announced jonathan gresham for next year yeah. coming in how random which is which is insane um and it's, it's things like that that are quite like it's a, it's a unique draw to like a, a show like obviously santino um, in, in CPW so like you've got a few of those things already for early next year where there's like unique people coming mm-hmm. in which is which is nice it doesn't have to be an import obviously um, but yeah it's it's interesting yeah but what CPW bringing his uh, French lads as well so clearly that, that Davey's caught some connections while he was like gut check and all that kind of stuff he's he's found some some uh, some new faces as well that you can throw in so yeah absolutely there's there's a uh, quite a few now, now that we've spoke about it that that one to watch category can really because it's just a wide open question that can be literally like like a new business relationship or a new promotion it's a yeah very very interesting one um the last award that we've got is one that i have passed on to everyone to vote for because i can't think of one particularly this year or i've thought of several uh which is our outstanding recognition award for extraordinary service so aka our hall of fame um so i've picked them the last uh seven years um so we've had like sagrado's got in uh lionheart went in 2019 um 2020 john lines went in when he retired then he came back so and he's retired again by the time this episode comes out because i think he's last match tonight. oh big fan of him by the way big fan of him and um, see when i found out he knew who i was made me giggle i didn't think anyone knew who i was love that man uh, John, Johnny's amazing. Uh, especially, like, have you watched the Vagal podcast with Omar? Uh, yeah. Not yet. No. Well, they, they, yet. Talk, they talk about that review I did for W3L Action Academy, um, where I ripped everyone apart uh, during it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked about, oh, what if Johnny saw it? Like, Johnny saw it. And I went to see the wrestling that week that I put it out because he was doing uh, Union Square. And uh, I, I was only there to take a couple matches I went through for the day. I thought, oh, I'll see a couple of matches. When I went down, it was uh, Aspen versus Johnny. So I was buzzing because that's the match probably I would have wanted to see when I was there. And he immediately jumped out of the ring, came over the barrier towards me, and I was shitting myself. So I thought, oh, no. Oh, no. And he just came and went, oh, I totally agree. I don't know why Mike's put that up. Well, oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> last thing I want, because Johnny's loud. So the last thing I want is, is Johnny Lines to rip me apart in the middle of Union Square. <laughs> Because I think I would just shit my pants right there. Then I go, I'm going home. I'm going home now. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, oh. Kelly, take me home. Um, <laughs> so anyway, outstanding recognition award for extraordinary service. So I've got four 
people that you can choose from. So it's a straight up vote this year, um, not asking for nominations. So usually I, I put it to someone who's done, who's made a name for themselves in Scottish wrestling, and because of them, they influence the Scottish wrestling now. So it's more modern. It's not like George Kidd or any of that like old school kind of guys. So this year I've put in Kaylee Ray, uh, Piper, Stevie mm-hmm. Boy Xavier, and I've forgotten the last. I think it's Liam Thompson. Liam Thompson's the fourth one. So well, it's not gonna be him. Then. I forgot. We forgot about him. He's across him. So okay. <laughs> so I think it's Liam Thompson. I'll go back and probably add him just in case I haven't. So that's the four that I put forward because I thought they're guys that don't wrestle in Scotland now, but they were a big part of of the initial boom uh, when back in 2014 when the Fight Club documentary came out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're, they're no longer active in Scotland itself. Um, even though it, even WWE comes to Glasgow, etc. Don't ignore that bit. So that's that's the four that I've put forward. Up to people to vote. Um, I think probably if I was voting for it, because I wasn't sure I was on the fence about that those those ones, I'd probably put Kaylee Ray. But again, I, I wasn't sure, so that's why I put it to the public to vote this year uh, for for the Hall of Fame. So if it goes spectacularly wrong. I will pick it myself next year. Yeah, well, like I said, I think Kaylee's the best shout. I think for actual wrestling, she's done so much. Um, every type of match, she showcased different versions of herself, but also on a, a different level. Do you know how many, there's how many people that I've heard have been influenced to to take up wrestling because of Kaylee Ray more than any other wrestlers on there as well? Like, there's so many of them that have said that they were influenced or they want to do it because of her. Um, and when you also like when you find out the things she was doing outside the ring and she still managed to do all that plus wrestle and the way she did, I think that she deserves a lot more recognition than she does. Um it's a shame she doesn't get used too much where she is. The things that she has been able to do over in America just now is amazing. Um and anytime I see her, I get really excited to see her. She's one of those people that I still if I see Kayla is gonna be on the show, I will watch it. I'll go out my way, even if I don't normally watch like NXT or whatever, I'll watch it because she's gonna be on there. She just never know what you're going to get from her, which I think is something more. Again, everyone else is good. Liam Thompson, cool. Um, Stevie Boy, again, good. A lot of good matches and stuff. Um, Viper as well. A lot more, like, especially lately, a lot more personality than anything, which is great. But I wouldn't necessarily tune in just to see them for the sake of it. She's the only person I'm like, I would go out my way still to this day to be like, I'm going to watch it because she's on it. And same then, if it's like any matches, I'm like, I'm going to watch it because... You don't know what you're going to get with her, so I think that she's probably the best. Uh, like influenced a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't think I can really argue with with that at all. So, but no, I put it to the people. So, if if I've forgotten Liam Thompson, if people vote for Liam Thompson in their droves, then he goes in. So, which again, I don't think any of them are bad shouts, but yeah, there's probably ones that are a bit more weighted than others uh, in in your mind. Right, okay. You have no thoughts on that, uh, other than I forgot Liam Thompson. So, is that just you agree? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Kill or you don't care. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not don't worry. Um Yeah, I think Killer is probably the best shout um, out of those out of those four. I mean, they all have a good argument for why. Um, I mean, if you're talking like impact, I think Viper is probably the the top one though because like. The stuff she's doing now, like she's on TV every week, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, 
on the main roster um, of the RB, which is insane. Like, I remember the first time you thought of I, I remember getting excited for people being extras on Raw back in the day when they'd come to the UK. And now you've got people who are legitimately members of the, the main roster. Um, she had a match on SummerSlam. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the, that was mental. That, that's the crazy part. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, um, like, all, all four have got valid reasons to be in there. I think if we're talking, you know, the stuff they're doing now, legacy wise, you know, those two are probably your, your top shoots just because the other two haven't obviously been active. Um, but again, they've all brought a lot to the scene. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If it wasn't for Liam Thompson, we wouldn't have got the, the housekeeping matches that we had in SW, which are some of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I mean now thinking about it, I mean, possibly, I think if he made it to the main roster, if he makes it to the main roster next year, I'd probably have Noam Dar as well hanging about in that that kind of yeah. category because he's done so much for the scene. I mean, one of the, one of the probably one of the most viewed matches uh, online or the one of the most referenced matches is him versus AJ Styles. So he's he's been around for a long time and now he's, he's seems to be a, 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 a moment in NXT that people really enjoy watching and, and the silliness that the metaphor uh, produced. So Hopefully, if he makes it to the main roster next year, I'd probably be put throw him in tish out for for this particular Do you know something, though? award. I would argue the fact that he might not be in the main roster, but he is one of the main reasons that people tune in to NXT, and he's one of the main things people look for. Well, for a long time, he was one of the main things people were looking for, like online. That was the thing that everyone was talking about. So I would say, even though he didn't make the main roster, he's one of those guys. Controversially, I don't want him on the main roster. He's one of those people that I think get ruined. I think he works better in an NXT environment than there. I'm not going to like deprive the lad of it, but I think like take it like Finn Balor, right? I know he's doing well now, but he was someone that sees him up to the main roster. It just wasn't the environment for him. He's he was better on the sort of NXT vibe, and I think someone like Noam Dar is the exact same. I don't think he. I mean, he's been there already. Would be used properly. I think he's someone there. So I would argue, actually, his legacy is amazing just now. The stuff with the Heritage Cup, that's his. Like, mm-hmm. that's his own thing. Do you know what I mean? So I'd say that actually he's a contender to be put in, in this just now. I mean, he's, he's already been on the main roster and they just used him to say Fox funny. Um, so, I mean, you could argue, um, yeah, maybe going to the main roster isn't the best thing for him. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely a shout, isn't he? I always forget about him. Weird great matches. But it's funny because he's probably one of the reasons I got into like local Scottish wrestling because like I got in, uh, I knew about like, the, the sort of indie stuff and like Ring of Honor and all that sort of stuff. And then you start watching matches on YouTube and then you watch AJ Styles versus No Have You of all companies that got me into uh, British wrestling. Um, uh, um, <laughs> and uh, he was obviously a big deal in there. And then you, you find the back stuff, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting show as well. I know it wasn't on your list, but it's, a, it's an interesting one. You know what? That was a very convincing argument. I'm going to put him in there. So, it's now five options to choose from. It's Kaylee Ray, Stevie Boy Xavier, it was Liam Thompson, uh, Viper, and Noam Dar. So, there you go. Five choices uh, that are yours and yours alone uh, to, to pick for our Hall of Fame this year. And uh, next year, we'll probably do what the Dave Meltzer thing does. Put them all the, the four that are left and throw in a fifth one uh, next year until Big Daddy goes in. Um, that seems to be the, the way <laughs> things work. So we've got that. Um, so before we wrap up, because we've we've went through all the award categories this year and uh, we've we've been here for over two hours, uh, I'm just going to announce to you guys the top ten of the SWM 150. 
um even though it will be out for about four days now but if people don't go on the website then i'm telling you now uh so yeah 150 um 150 names this year i could have done 200 but then it gets a bit weird because of the five match threshold so like if martin kirby had five matches and he won five matches then he gets a higher total because he's undefeated so it kind of skews things it starts looking silly um so anyway, so the vote criteria for those that, that are curious, it is uh, at least five matches across our future promotions. We feature like 18 promotions. Uh, we follow the criteria criterion that includes win-loss record, championships won, championships retained, number of featured promotions worked for, and match, the re- match and wrestler of the month results. Uh, judging period was December 1st, 2022, November 30th, 2023. I have a massive Excel spreadsheet. It was a fucking pain in the arse to keep updated each month. So if you have any problems with it, fuck off. It took me ages to make. Uh, so for <laughs> from our records, 460 wrestlers had at least one match this year. Uh, 207 had five matches uh, across that threshold. So yeah, I've had a horrible... I, I, I need to have a better system next year because it's this was not good. Um, so in 10th place is Logan Smith. He was 16 last year. Uh, I mean in numbers, not in age. Um, Moxie Malone in ninth with uh, who was eighty two last year. In eighth place, Zach Dynamite, who was fifth last year. Uh, number seven, Levi, who was seventy six. Really good. Is Spike Tierney, who was not listed last year. Uh, fifth is Brody Adler, who was sixty five last year. Fourth is Taylor Bryden, who was number one. Third, Thatcher Wright, who's 54. Second is Lost Boy Aspen, who's 23. And in first place, who was third last year, is Kayla Valhalla. So Ooh. statistically, Kayla Valhalla has been the best wrestler in Scotland this year. Yes, that makes sense, to be fair. Like, the lad deserves it. Come on. So, there, there's that. If it helps your voting um, for, for Wrestler of the Year, what have you, there it is. So go check out the website. I will have the full 150 on there. There's some there's some interesting ones thrown in there. Um, who's, some, who's 150? Yeah, who's 150? Uh, that's, that's it's Seb Silvers from uh, community uh, from Copenhagen Championship Wrestling. So he had quite a good year there, and he was in WPL as well. Um, that's when you care about, isn't it? It's like the so the PWI one. It's who's who's last and who's top. Uh, um, just just because you're gonna ask, Charlie Rose is number 69 as well. Who were you most surprised with? Who were you surprised at where they ranked? Um, as far as as like ranking high, uh, I was surprised that he was getting was one hundred and sixty three, and I was kind of surprised by that. But then when I thought about it, he's been doing most of his wrestling down south, so that made kind of yeah, makes sense. Losing. No, he's he just loses all the time. You know? Yeah. Duh. Duh. Um. Nothing really kind of. Shocked me. It's just seeing some of the names, like from Target, because Target run quite uh, frequent shows. So a lot of Target names are in there because they've, they've got more matches, I suppose. Uh, as far as drop off, Kez Evans went from number seven to seventy five, which because he didn't wrestle a lot this year, which is just the way it works, I suppose. Uh, Troy Lyons at ninety two, Mickey Vago at ninety eight. So I've kept it the one what the one hundred. That uh, could have had Vago right near the top uh, of of that. So it was really 
shocked me, to be on it. Uh, Ken O'Keefe's on. Mr. Wrestle Zone's on it. The 150 as well. So, goes to show how legitimate this is. Uh, Lewis Garvin, 119. So, he's he's there. So, yeah. It's, it's an interesting list. Um, so, people go check that out. So, in the meantime, this has been a beefy episode of the of the SWM podcast for the 29th of December. Um, I didn't think we'd be here for over two hours, but uh, the time has flown we, by. Did we not have any questions? Oh, shit, so oh, we did. Fuck's sake. Uh, what a terrible host I am. Right, we, did, we, we got a Keep few. Keep me track. Oh. Right, we'll go to Instagram first. Uh, Ian Skinner's already asked his question. You'll be glad to, to know I'm not going to ask again. Um, we have Daniel Mechka asking, is it acceptable to have a Terry's chocolate orange for breakfast on Christmas Day? Yes. Yeah, it's Christmas. You can eat. Be an adult. Eat what you want when you want. Ass. Have ass. it tomorrow, you know. 30th of December. Chocolate orange. Go for ass? Oh. You have an ass tomorrow, Billy? God sake. Wait, what? Oh, Weird. <laughs> I feel like I missed something there. Next, <laughs> Next question. Next one. Okay. I'm scared to listen back to this now. Um, Xander. Our cousin Xander here asked, might Rushmore of mid-card or finishers? Mid-card finishers. I'm going to um, go with D'Lo Brown's uh, Frog Splash for one. Yeah. Do you know what you know move I just don't care for? Right, controversial. Maybe it's the year I grew up in. I just know we leg drop. Is that a finisher? I mean, it's not really a mid-card finisher either. It's, yeah, it's just the, yeah but it should be. That's shit. Uh, one, the one pretty much every title. Yeah. Um, annoyingly, JBL becoming a main eventer ruined that answer because uh, the clothesline from hell mm. used to ruin people. Um, I mean, you've got X Pack, um, the the Beller Buster. Yeah. So the best, so a good finisher for a mid carder. Would you say um, Baron Corbin's a mid carder? Yeah. Because his end of days. End of days is good actually. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dominator. Rook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Anything Gangrel does. I was going to say Impaler you know DDT. Throw that in. See if you go back, right? Because I did this recently. See if you go back and watch his debut when he comes out. First of all, his boots. I would love a wee Amazon link to buy them. Um, the man is one of the best wrestlers that you've saw in that era, and I stand by it. He's in my boys' club. Like he's up there. So there's four. Oh, uh, Dilo Brown's Frog Splash. Uh, Gangrel's Impaler DDT. I can't remember there are two yeah. that we just we just spoke about. Baric, uh, yeah, and uh, there was another one I forgot. Well, we close. I'm still doing the close life from hell. I think it was it was because he was only he was main event for what a year, but he was still JBL. He never really thought of as a main eventer. Once he lost the belt, he was shuffled back down again quite quickly. So I would yeah. still say close life dominator. That was our one dominator. Um, yes, he, there we go. Uh, right, so that's Instagram ones. Um, Twitter. Uh, Alan has asked best pop punk Christmas songs. Um, did a bit of research on this earlier. Um, I was like, I can't remember what ones there was, right? But um, Fall Out Boy did one on our greatest hits album um, called "You'll Shoot Your Eye Out," but it's like Yule, as in like Yule Tide. Um, that's a good one. Um, you obviously mentioned December. Yeah. My neck deep is my. Favorite, and you can have the normal version or the, the slow version. And then you've got 
the last one I'll mention is Happy Holidays, You Bastard, um, by Blink, which is the one about um, the grandpa and all that. that yeah. That, that, those problematic things that he says on that call. Yeah. That song. Oh, what's that song again? Oh, it's not really pop punk, though. What's that Australian um, comedian that does all the weird Christmas songs? They mentioned? Is if it, I or... remember, I'll tell you later, but he's from. Um... No, he's like um, something like Fuck You Santa or something like that. My dad just played all the time. Uh, I'll find it and give it to you. Do you uh, think Tim Minchin is like a perfect of Judas Gray and Sam Barber? Like, I think, what are you on? Just thought, no, 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 no. Like, I can't even pretend. Like, even the cat's staring at you. You can't see this just now, but the cat's just staring at him. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in uh, I Won't Be Home for Christmas, which is Blink as well. I'll throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yes. well, another one's kind of been answered. Stephen asking uh, who will have the biggest breakthrough in women's wrestling next year. Kind of covered that a little bit. Well, we did really because we, we only mentioned like one women's wrestler for the one to watch. But uh, yeah, Daisy, Ellie Armstrong, that's probably the top two shouts, I would say. Moxie as well. I mean, Kaylee, she somehow convinces Andrew to let her in a death match. You know, could be the next the next champ, you know. I don't get it, sort of thing. She's a wrestler, so that's fine. Every single year, I tell myself I'm going to do, I'm going to do the wrestling right, and then every year I'm like, it's not for me. I've decided, right? See, be an actual wrestler is not my calling. I need to be realistic about this. So I would like to do. I'd love an opportunity one day to either, um, just be involved in some sort of capacity. Do you know what I mean? I could take something to the ring. I could be entertaining on the outside. Yeah, Dennis Stan. I could entertain people. I could be ringing out soon. I don't know. I could I could do something. I'm not booked. I'm not booked. Um, I don't know. I've realised in the ring, no for me. Outside the ring, just having a bit of banter, that's that's more my calling. I'd take it too far. But, yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's not a lot of women wrestlers that have, like, all the ones I've saw, I've not saw many of them wrestle this year. They're already pretty established. So, mm. there's not many I could say that are, like, up and coming, necessarily. But, um, yeah. So, I think that's it. That is definitely all the questions. I don't think I got any through Facebook. So, I'm assuming that's it. If there's any more, ask them directly go through the instagram and uh or go through the kk wrestle factory twitter for for the questions to fester for uh who knows how long uh but this has been a, a big meaty episode of the swm podcast i hope people have listened uh they've, they've gotten through by coughing uh they got to hear ian skinner be ian skinner for a bit and uh yeah listen to what our thoughts were even though you probably ignore me and vote for someone else i swear to god if someone puts bobby roberts for wrestle of the year i will fucking fun- i'll hunt you down and I will find you. Him? Uh, we probably have him and all his pals vote for himself. Like, oh, so no, he's, too busy. He's, he's too busy getting about fucking deathmatch wrestling. You know, even though someone, you know, slices a head open in front of kids in a community centre. But anyway. And with that, and with that, let's let's go. So yeah, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Merry, happy, well, Merry Christmas has passed. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, have a good yeah. one. Bye. Bye.